Welcome back to another episode, folks. We're here finally. I am uh, John Hancock. And I am JoJo Seabass. And this is The Read. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for coming back, girls. Um, what a week. Lots to unpack. Um, let's start with our normal goings-ons. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some Black excellence to give to you. Uh, and this story I enjoyed reading. Uh, it goes out to a young woman by the name of Aaliyah Griffith. And she became the first Black student at UNC to get a graduate degree in marine sciences. Um, what? So, like recently? I guess so. Wow. So, it says here that she, uh, Aaliyah, became interested in marine sciences, like many of us, uh, when she was around five years old and went to SeaWorld with her family. Um, <laughs> by the age of seven, she uh, saw a dolphin trainer in Baltimore at an aquarium, approached him and asked about their job title and was like, yeah, that's me. That's what I want to do. Again, like many of us. However, unlike many of us, for her, it stuck. She actually followed through, yeah. had goals, set them, you know, uh, <laughs> persevered, worked hard, right. stayed dedicated. You know, the things you need to succeed in life. Um, so she went to Hampton University for undergrad, majoring in marine science marine sciences, obviously. And after graduating, she uh, started pursuing her graduates in at UNC for the same thing. Um, She started interning and working at a place called Castillo Lab to focus on coral reefs and things like that. She also apparently wrote her thesis on, um, or defended her thesis Mm. on how acute disturbances or hurricanes impact coral reef growth. It seems that, you know, Conserving and protecting the coral reefs is something that she's very passionate about. She um, is currently focused on conservation efforts in Barbados. She also has a group called Mahogany Mermaids that uh, was founded in 2016, which is all about empowering children of color in the aquatic sciences. Um, So, shout out to her. As a Jamaican-American who was raised in Miami, the ocean is like what I do. Like... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Always something I've loved and been passionate about. And I think that was another, it's like one of very few career paths I was interested in from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Like, doctor was the lie I told to everybody that <laughs> asked, What do you want to be when you grow up? Doctor. Okay, there. That's what you want to hear, right? Go get away from me. Nobody will argue Ooh, with doctor. Yeah, yeah, me a doctor and take right. and make lots of money. Anyway. I could see you for free, baby. <laughs> um, but truly, my interests were uh, comedy, dancing, the ocean. Here mm-hmm. we are doing yeah. this, whatever this sector of yeah. Is. Um, so congratulations to her. I thought this Absolutely. was really awesome. It's crazy that, again, an old-ass uh, establishment like the University of North Carolina is just now getting a graduate degree. That's what I'm saying. Student and, <laughs> you know, black women. But kind of crazy. 
Equally shocking, apparently, Deborah Cox uh, is about to be inducted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. Oh, she deserves. I didn't know <laughs> that they had one. I mean, it's not shocking. Um, <laughs> I've just never heard anything about it, you know, being that I'm not from there. Right. I guess. Same. Um, but when I read this, I was like, fuck took them so long like i, mean, like, I don't right. feel like she should have been in there since stranger in my house <laughs> i'm just saying i know we spoke maybe a week or so ago about how it takes it seems like it you know the girls just kind of sit back for a mm-hmm. few decades and then give people their hall of fame yeah. stuff like morris chestnut just got on the the walk of fame in hollywood and it's like okay yeah, we've we've seen the vision forever right. but mm-hmm. all right you know Fine. So congratulations to Deborah Cox and yeah. Good for her. Again, like I'm not sure what the Canadian rules are and how different they are from the American rules, but I would have assumed that Deborah Cox is like the biggest R and B star who ever came out of Canada. (laughs) That's Um, what I I mean, same and like Oh, but Justin Bieber's an R and B artist. Sweetie. Okay, I literally won't do that. But rhythm and blues. <laughs> I would just, you know, I would have assumed that this would have been happened, but well deserved regardless. So congratulations to her. Also, congratulations to um to Quest Love on his Oscar win. Mm-hmm. Amen. Documentary. Amen. Congratulations to Sam Jackson for getting an Oscar. Congratulations to Will Smith for getting an Oscar. Congratulations to everybody black that won their shiny golden awards at the, at the Academy. Mm-hmm. Now, let's get into our pop culture segment, Hot Tops, Six Degrees of Slapperation. Amen. Now, before we get into the obvious, I want to talk about um, entertainment. I want to talk about the Academy Awards for what they were. Okay. I want to talk about um, the show that took place. I want to talk about the magnitude and the power in that. Mm. And what I'm discussing currently is Blue Ivy getting each and every one of you bitches together Period. in Compton. Uh, live mm-hmm. and direct from the tennis courts. She's tired of y'all playing with her. And exactly. I just understand. I get it. Mm-hmm. So um, her biggest fan performed a song called Be Alive uh, for the Academy Awards, a song that was nominated for Best Original Song or mm-hmm. whatever the category is called. So Beyonce and the girls were out there in Compton and they're like lime green, which seems to be Ivy Park. Yep, it, it looks, looks like, like they it. were Ivy Park pieces. Absolutely does look like it. Um, wow. Thigh. Like, I was fully transfixed oh, by that thigh piece oh, yeah. for nearly the entire performance. I mean... I mean, it was massive. <laughs> the eyeshadow, everything, just every, all of it. I really just collected each piece. Yeah. Um, During that performance, and I got my life. Just... That lady and her team know how to put together visuals and they do striking from the opening of the girls um, walking down the middle of that street, one on horseback. Yeah, you got the girlies side by side with the um, yeah, the beaded braids and the the tennis rackets. Yep, Mm -hmm. 
and they looking at each other and smiling and shit like bitch it was so run good. It. yep when they looked at each other and smiled i was like i wonder if they were directed to do that maybe but maybe they just felt it right and they just rode the moment because they knew actresses you know actresses it's possible um but yeah i love the song i love the visuals i love the color uh i love that they did it in compton but honey and also i loved you know classic beyonce being there from the moment that that they opened up and she said oscars i was Mm. like oh this is what we're getting (laughs) We're yes. getting live direct B yes. day. Work it yes. out. <laughs> We're getting like OG mm-hmm. yep. the strings. Give it to my horn. It was like we're getting like, all of that. You ready? <laughs> like, yeah, girl, that. don't play with us. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It was definitely that. So it was gorgeous, uh, like throughout. But the moment that Blue pushed through and uh, got center, center stage. Listen. The doll was tired of choreographing these girls and them just not being able to give right. what is required. Yes. So she said, what we're going to do is get you hoes out of the way yep. and I'll do it. Right. Like, if, if you can't teach it, mm-hmm. be it. You know? Okay. Yes. I honestly felt the same way. I When I saw Blue Ivy pop up in the last 15, 20 seconds of this performance, I said... Clearly, she's tired of these girls not hitting their fucking marks and not knowing their goddamn moves. It's true. And so she said, you know what? So that everybody stays on task. And so I don't waste my fucking money. I'm just going to put on an outfit and come out here and show you hoes how it's done. And she's done this before. Like, we know this about Blue Ivy. She's coordinated many of Beyonce's performances. She was on tape during the whole Beachella thing, Netflix, all that backstage, showing the girls their fucking moves. So Demanding I'm not it. shocked. Right. I'm not shocked that it happened. I just felt like, oh, okay. So you knew that, like, the the back end of this performance is where the girls were starting to come apart. <laughs> and you need to go out there and make sure they were led. Because obviously Beyonce is not doing the same thing as the rest of you peons. So Blue had to go out there and be like, these are the moves. Watch me if you can't remember because I choreographed it and good luck to everybody. I know that she just walks into the studio, Absolutely. the dance studio, like a little black Sue Sylvester and just clears the girls. 100%. Or whatever Nini's name. What was Nini on Glee was Ross? That's too much. I don't remember. No, we don't. I don't remember. (laughs) I know that she just steps into the room. The girls shudder because they already know that their careers are on the line. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so whoever had to lose their job, (laughs) Mama Blue was like, now I got to go get tailored. Now I got to get a custom piece. (laughs) And of course, the girls had a custom piece on ice for me, but that's not the fucking Oh, without question. Right. That's not the question. No, or it's not the point. the point. Right. Blue Ivy is 10 years old. Why does she have to show you hoes how to hit your goddamn marks? Now I got multiple call times. Now I got to come be all over the place. In addition to fifth grade. <laughs> Here I am Damn showing it. you hoes how to fucking work. <laughs> and then perched. I'm just, you know it what? Was so I good. Hope- <laughs> 
She <laughs> never gives us music. Amen. I hope that she becomes a fucking neuroscientist. Absolutely. Or something. Epidemiologist. Else. Like, absolutely. Yeah. I hope that she just fully takes a harsh left turn yes. at somewhere in like her adolescence and was like, you know what? You hoes don't even deserve it. Like, not at yeah, all. And she records her debut album and only Sir Rumi and the gang can hear it. Kelly absolutely. knows it. Solange produced it. Yep. But literally nobody else. That's right. Sir and Rumi posting it on their stories with the muted audio. That's what we <laughs> that's what we deserve. Exactly. That's what we deserve as a people. Not me, not Kid Fury, but as a collective. Uh-huh. That is what we deserve from Blue Ivy Carter. Like for her to be fully capable of doing this music shit and to be like, you know what? I think I'm gonna be an architect instead. instead. Yeah. I think I'm gonna just mm-hmm. design sc- skyscrapers. I think that's just what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Yeah. And y'all will have no Save the rainforest. But to fucking deal with it. Yeah. She got Michigan some clean water. Yep. That's she right. She's like, you know, I I manage Beyonce and Jay-Z in my spare time. <laughs> and still be at the Grammys, like watching Olivia Rodrigo or whoever perform, yeah. open mouth cackling. Right. Just fully still judging <laughs> the girls front row. Absolutely. Knowing damn well we'll never get a piece <laughs> of her art. Yes, but my real passion is saving the redwoods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Red pandas. <laughs> oh, God, I love her. I literally screamed when I saw her little short ass on TV. I said, yes, Blue, come through and show because me just how it's done. It was giving dedication. It was, it was. giving fervor and enthusiasm. Facts. Correct. It was giving rhythm. Um... As well as just stage presence. Yes. She's just so good. And the bitches cannot compare. And you can't compete where you can't compare. So nobody can do that either. (laughs) Imagine training, being a trained dancer for however you thought you were. (laughs) You thought you were. And getting, you know, like an amazing opportunity to perform and dance with one of biggest if not biggest stars in the world performing artists mm-hmm. and then getting cleared by an correct baby. that's right by a child who's like i don't understand because i feel like the moves are very simple and i laid them out very plainly so why you girls aren't getting like it's a uh uh yeah. uh 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 it feels so good to be a swoosh i feel like you girls aren't getting it <laughs> And I do it so obviously. So why aren't y'all catching on? You bitches need to catch up. I am living for the idea of, <laughs> of Blue holding like an extra large exactly. hot chocolate exactly. in a coffee cup and being like, feels so good to, to be, be a cat, cat, a cat, cat, whoosh. Like, five, six. Seven horns. Like, she knows what's going on. The rest of, the rest of you bitches simply need to catch Stacey, up. Stacy, Stacy, horns. Horns. Stacy, get out. Get out. <laughs> she said what she said. And at the end of the day, she felt like it was necessary to be a part of the performance to keep her client and her client's um, background dancers, musicians in line and in check. And so, you know, our goddess simply did what needed to be done. And I'm happy for her. But, you know, also sad that it took all that. Y'all should be better yeah. than this at this point. I know that she contacted Will Packer the day of, like, you know girly. <laughs> so, 
we're going to be there. Um, everything's all right. Don't worry about it. I'm here to save the event. I'm going to need um, approximately four bags of Haribo gummy bears, two plain, two sour. Um, make sure that I have my apple juices, darling. Like, just clear it. All of that shit. All that shit. She sent that video over to Will Packard 30 minutes before the show started and said, good luck. Yeah. Have a blast. You're welcome. Don't and you me. are welcome because we could have simply not. Yeah. So you are genuinely welcome. See you at the parties. Exactly. Um. So listen, other things happened um, at mm-hmm. the Oscars and in life. You know, um, Doja Cat talking about quitting music. Um, what? Yeah. It was she. She changed her mind. Of course, she did. Uh, <laughs> You know, having a day. Yeah. Having a day. Having a rough as, day. As, I get as it. we do. Yeah. Bitch, let me say I've been on Twitter, or I came back to Twitter to joke with the girls for like two days and remembered ever so quickly why I don't. <laughs> it can be a lot. What a war zone. It really can be a lot. So maybe, you know, she just had a rough day and then she logged online and she saw a bunch of bullshit and she was like, you know what? I don't need this shit. Having trouble on tour or something. Yeah. Was giving her pressure. Oh, I saw that. What country was she in where they were mad and like camped Paraguay. out? Oh, yes. Paraguay. Paraguay. They were very pissed and outside of her yeah. hotel raising this thing because she had to cancel her performance because of like hurricanes or some shit. And it's like, mm-hmm. everybody calm down. Everybody relax. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I talking about Jermaine Dupri didn't put him on. Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma were being shady again. Like, oh, all okay. kinds of stuff. Sure, yeah. But are we here to talk about that? Absolutely no. not. No, that's not what we're here to talk about. I don't about. care. We're just going to go ahead and check in on the same shit that everybody has been talking about for every second of every goddamn day <laughs> since Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that is Will Smith. Absolutely. I am legending Chris Rock's <laughs> job at the Academy Awards. <laughs> Woo, what a moment that was in my career. What a moment to be alive. So, I mean, maybe you just got back from, you know an Elon Musk uh, space field trip or, you know, hanging out with Patrick Starr under his rock. I don't know. But if you have, um, quick recap. The Oscars were Sunday. Don't blame yourself if you didn't uh, know or care. It's an award show in 2022. You know, for most of us who ain't going, we check in when we can. <laughs> That's just how it goes. Like, <laughs> it's just... We're not hey, invested. <laughs> hey. Um, so, it happened. Um, everything was, you know, uh, typically rich and sharp, uh, as usual. Now, who was the... Weren't the hosts uh, Regina Hall, Wanda mm-hmm. Sykes, and Amy Schumer? Yes, they were. Okay. So the three of them were supposed to be the host, which 
I had my opinions about when I saw one of y'all. I'm not sure why it. y'all are there. I just feel like we maybe could have done two <laughs> yep. rather than three. And I'll let you guys decide <laughs> who <laughs> who should have stayed at home. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Anyway, so that was that. But for whatever reason, Chris Rock was still. Uh, what was he presenting? It was best documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he gave it to um to Quest, to Quest Love. Love. Yeah, <laughs> embraced Will Smith right before going on stage. One of the few people I feel sorry for from that night is Quest Love <laughs> and his team. Because wow, what a time to win and what a time to have to go up on stage. <laughs> Nigga, we're still going to celebrate you. Absolutely. Okay? Congratulations. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> we got y'all. We're going to okay? do it. Yep. Um, so Chris Rock was up on stage and I guess given permission to tell some jokes. Yeah. Ahead of just giving these people their trophy. Right. And so he's telling this joke about Javier Bardem and how he and his wife Penelope Cruz um, are both nominated. And so, like, okay, so the joke for Chris was like, you know, how Javier Bardem has it harder than anybody else because if she loses, he has to lose too. You know what I mean? Like, so he's just praying Will Smith wins because blah, 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 right? Sure. And so, and no shade, typical fancy award show yep. banter. Absolutely. Like, none of that was... Absolutely. Like, I'm not here to be, like, trying to hit any of these niggas with a giant hook <laughs> from, like, the side right. of the stage. Absolutely. This is, like, this is whatever. not the like, Apollo, even though it should Exactly. Be. And so, from out of nowhere, off of the heels of that joke, Chris points out uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, who's sitting up in the front with her husband, yeah. and says, like, hey, Jada, can't wait to G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. Something to that effect. Right. Um, <laughs> so, you know, there was some little nervous laughter in the audience, including from Will Smith. Mm-hmm. And Jada was very visibly, like, yep. not amused. Rolled her eyes. <laughs> she definitely rolled her eyes. Very hard. Um, <laughs> quite hard. Yep. Um. And then the next thing you know, we just see Will Smith walking on stage into frame, cocking back, and absolutely dead shot suicide squatting this bitch. Absolutely. When I'm, I'm talking about went back to fucking training for Ali, mm-hmm. wind up yes. one little fight, and my mom got scared. I'm moving with my auntie and uncle at like. Amen. A succinct, crisp strike across the jaw (laughs) to which he then tweaked his lapel and sat the fuck back down. Exactly that. (laughs) Chris Rock exclaimed, oh, wow, he exclaimed. (laughs) You didn't have to read it like a children's story. (laughs) Oh, wow, Chris Rock said. Oh, wow. 
So then mm. from there, like, I think a lot of people in the audience were trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Many people at home were trying to decide whether or not this yeah. was a part of the, That was the, me. That was bit. me. Yes, I was very confused for a very long time. People still think it was staged. Why? I'm, I don't know. I don't know why you still think that at this point. I still thought it maybe 15 minutes after it happened. And then once I once I heard the unedited audio, I was like, oh, this is very real. <laughs> like, I'm not sure why y'all still think that three, four or five days after the fact. Not at all. The moment that that nigga said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth was confirmation. <laughs> I didn't even see that. that. After he slapped him and sat the fuck back down. Yeah. And Chris Rock was, you know, I in shock, obviously, like many other people were, and was trying to, like, awkwardly dance around it from yeah. his seat. Will Smith said, yeah, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Yeah. Amen. And I feel like that is when a lot of people are like, oh. This was <laughs> Lupita. <laughs> Poor Lupita. <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> Lupita said, what the fuck? Mama was like, I just came here to do my thing. I came here to wear my dress and do my moment. And it's gotten very awkward all of a sudden. Mama was giving Arnold's from um, the Magic School bus. Like, please let this be a normal field trip. Like, she was like, I don't really want to. I don't know. Because that's the gag as well. Like, to keep it really, like, solid, 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 solid for a lot of people, especially people of color, they want to get in and get out. Amen. They want to get in and get out. I saw a clip from um, the Issa Rae's Hooray uh, event this weekend. Okay. Um, I saw a clip from... The a sip event that she did with Kiki with Kiki oh, Palmer, right, 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 right. And she said it obviously this was Sunday. It was taking place at the same time as the uh, the Oscars. <laughs> and Isa said to Kiki Palmer, like, "Thank you for you know being here, missing the Oscars. Saw you had to miss the Oscars for this." And Kiki was like, "I would much rather be here than the Oscars." Amen. And Amen. I think that was before any of this came out or whatnot. Right. But to me, that was also proof that like for a lot of people, but especially. Black and brown people in the spaces. It's about like dodging a lot of microaggressions, being in your seat because like the the network, the studio, the PR people, the everybody like they need you to be there for the sake of whatever work it is that you are part of. Like oh, it's work, it's work. Right. So for a lot of them, they're just trying to make it through the ceremony so they can go get drunk. So seeing Lupita sitting there like, oh, girl, not tonight. She was. She was like, uh. (laughs) And then when she realized it was real, she was like, uh. (laughs) (laughs) Lupita was fucking shook like, oh, what is my publicist going to say right now? Like, I ain't got time for this bullshit. But the bullshit had already started and it was not going to stop. In fact, up until this very moment, I'm sure even when this show comes out, y'all will still find reasons to argue about what happened on Sunday night. I am so tired. <laughs> like, I, mean, I logged off I, entirely. I said, y'all not going to worry me. 
<laughs> I am so exhausted by this, by all of the... And when it happens, initially I was like, oh, he should have just slapped this nigga at an after party or somewhere else. <laughs> because, because, and people like reacted <laughs> by that. And Did for me, it was okay. like, yeah. Okay. Because people have their, obviously, their varying opinions right. about whether it should have happened at all and should it have happened right then and there, da 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 But for me, it's like, this is why. It's just all of everybody, oh, like every, it has been non-stop coverage. I feel like a big part of the reason why everybody feels like they need to have a talking point for this is because it did take place literally live on TV at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was wild and shocking. And I think a lot of us also have a habit of treating people treating those people mm-hmm. are people at these quote-unquote prolific celebratory events like gods. Like gods among men. Like Absolutely. they aren't fucking people that can do and will do some shit that anybody would do, you know? So, seeing everybody just kicking back, whether they're trying to tell the same joke over and over again or, you know, share their soapbox opinions, it's, oh, God. (laughs) Like, all the celebrities getting this Mm -hmm. like Which I have enjoyed, I cannot lie. (laughs) Some of them have been really funny. Some of them have been hilarious. Jim, Gary, why did you even bring yourself into it, my girl? (laughs) That's, okay. So here's mine. (laughs) Right. Okay. Because there are so many layers, nuances. There's so much going on with this. Mm -hmm. And I still feel like the incident itself is not as big a deal as everything surrounding it is made. I agree. Um... There's a lot of talking points to be had. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of those talking points and the points within them are far more impactful or important Mm -hmm. than a rich nigga slapping another rich nigga at a rich thing of it. Right. (laughs) But first point, just to get it out of the way, just to wipe my feet off at the mat. Okay. It's been said, and we can say it again if you choose or if you'd like. White people, this ain't... Just yes. d- d- go on ahead. Hush your mouth and mind your business. This don't have nothing to do with y'all. Not a single one of y'all was involved in this. Yes. Whether you were there or not. Yeah. Okay. Let me fucking tell you something, Margaret. Okay. <laughs> yes, Margaret. Let me fucking tell you something, Tad. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your Twitter characters, your think pieces, your mediums. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit right now in in the discussions or the vein of violence. Especially you motherfuckers at home watching this Amen. shit like the rest of us. Especially you motherfuckers in your flyover states that don't give a fuck about... N- bitch... Your fucking, your fucking three-year-old baby going down to the pre-K biting everybody is more violent than what the fuck happened at the Amen. goddamn Oscars on Sunday. 
I all right. agree. <laughs> You're fucking eight-year-old taking your goddamn credit card out of your wallet and, and so that they can siphon V-Bucks off of the internet and yeah. then use that to fucking blast other virtual heads off using a fucking um, a skin of Zendaya. <laughs> Who looked incredible by the fucking way. Oh, my God. God damn, she's fine. Girl, your baby know the difference between a fucking SMG they and do. a goddamn, like, pump shotgun. And they know what scope goes on what assault rifle and shit like that. And they can do all of that in a Spider-Man skin or as Mike Lowry in yep. Fortnite right now. Like, if we're going to talk about violence, let's talk about it. Yes. Amen. All right. Don't try to do all of this. Oh, well, I'm so triggered and traumatized or whatever, because you feel like black people in the hot seat. Sit down. Shut the fuck up. Amen. Mind your goddamn everlasting white goddamn motherfucking business. OK. Girl folks talking. We're we're correct. OK, we're over here doing crisis management among us, among the community. You shut the fuck up and sit down and deal with the fact that a good portion of motherfuckers that did not get up on stage that night are degenerates their motherfucking selves. Maybe they would not have slapped somebody's live on stage at a goddamn um, televised uh, event in defense of their spouse. But what they might be doing in the privacy of their own goddamn places and, ab- and abodes is blasting ketamine out of a live goat's ass and fist fighting each other in warehouses for the thrill of it. Why don't you shut the fuck up? Why don't you sit down and shut the fuck up? Amen. Tell these hoes again. I don't want to hear none of this shit from it. The the nerve of so many honkies who were in the room that day um, with their fucking quasi pseudo um emotional fake yeah. ass think pieces and all of their goddamn tweets talking about how they're scarred and and all of it and here oh yes do it do it do it and that's just how we do it do it do it and that's just what we do do ooh, and that's just what we ooh. Judd Apatow said Will Smith could have killed him girl I Calm yourself. <laughs> First of all, the fact that your daughter right. plays the role of the girl who Come literally on, wrote a fucking play. <laughs> Come on, Lexi. That somebody got slapped on stage. Like, just... You simmer down. Killed him? Some of y'all actually need to, like, see a fight or witness or be right. in one. Right. or so. I don't know. I Killed can't. him? He could have killed him. It's not likely, Miss Girl. (laughs) Who is Chris Rock? Miss the Glass? And, right, and who is Will Smith? Thanos? (laughs) What do y'all think this is? Girl, they act like this nigga Will Smith put Chris Rock into a jigsaw trap, (laughs) covered the stages in in his entrails, and then TikToked it. (laughs) Nice <laughs> Which would have been poetic justice after that spiral movie that I saw, bitch. Yes. Nigga, Chris Rock made a fucking police brutality saw movie, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, well, damn. That slap. Yeah. Was unfortunate. It was <laughs> reactive. Yep. Um,. And it really sucks that it happened, especially in that setting and on that stage. Um, 
But I just cannot sit here and act like, like, I'm not going to sit here and level with the people who are acting like Will Smith went up on stage with a fucking, with a Glock and put it yeah. to this nigga's temple. Like, it's, uh, it shouldn't have happened. By definition, was it violent? Sure. But girl, like, that was such a rich person slap. Yes, it was. It was open-handed. It wasn't even a punch. It was more about making a point than hurting. It was hurting like a rich you. white woman slap. <laughs> you know, so yes. I can still be like, damn, that's fucked up and it was wrong, while also not being like, you are violent and unhinged and right. all, like... That I'm not interested in, bitch. You can yeah. sit the fuck down. For a nigga from Philly who's tired of all y'all goddamn mouth, it yeah. could have been worse as far as I'm concerned. And I really am interested in where Jaden and Willow were because, bitch, if we want to talk about violence, Listen. let me have been Jaden. Let me have been Willow. Talk about my mama if right. you want to because exactly. I would have went up on stage and body slammed Pookie <laughs> if we're getting into the into the information. Yeah. I feel like Jaden, Willow, and Trey were all in the sprinter when this shit happened. <laughs> Because, girl, they would have had to child lock what you won't the doors. Do. Right. Exactly. What you won't do is come for my mama slash stepmama. You're not going to do that. And especially for something that is like the result of an illness and not the result of a personal choice. You literally not going to do that about my mother figure. I will beat your ass by myself, bare hands. So it's been white people move, sit down. Shut please, the fuck up. Please do if that. it hasn't been shown by numerous white people who decided that they wanted to to mm-hmm. sip their champagne yeah. and get to, to tweet in and then promptly getting sit the fuck sat the fuck down, then if that isn't a sign that you should maybe just play your position, be thankful that you got a front row seat to one of the most yeah. talked about entertaining Oscars in a exactly while, that. then I don't know what else we are going to need. Exactly Shut the fuck that. up, sit down, and let black people talk about black shit. Thanks. Right. And there is so much to talk about. So much. First so much. All, so <laughs> the Academy putting out this uh, press statement talking about how, you know, we apologize to Chris Rock for what he went through on our stage. We thank you His for resilience. not slapping that nigga back. And basically we apologize to the rest of the nominees and everybody else for what went down. This was supposed to be all Gucci and, and Caucasian and it wasn't that way. <laughs> And, you know, we asked Will Smith to leave, but that nigger insisted upon staying. And I so, loved that. Yeah, me too. I loved that. I did Can too. I read what it says? Please do. Please do. Because this is my ghetto interpretation. <laughs> they said, because this part <laughs> was like, the statement says, um, while we would like to clarify that Mr. Smith was asked to leave the ceremony and refused... We also recognize we could have handled the situation differently. Exactly. Y'all could have made him leave, but you chose to not. Probably because y'all knew that nigga was about to win and you don't want to miss out on that goddamn moment. And also, also, the girls were watching. Yeah. And finally talking about your award show. Finally. People besides like hardcore movie buffs yes. that actually have seen all of the best picture nominees. Exactly. Shock spoiler alert. The one movie I never heard of was the one that won Best Picture <laughs> again. Oh, Coda? 
<laughs> go off. The, go one, the one that I have. And I'm sure it's fun. It's, I'm sure it's great. It's Every great. single time it happens, yeah. someone that I trust, like whose opinion I trust, is like, oh, no, it's actually really phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> but it's always like, you know, so. Yes, that was me trying to convince niggas that Parasite was worth watching. Very great. Because film. Parasite is incredible. And it swept uh, last year or a couple years ago. And niggas was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is this movie? And I'm like, no, go mm-hmm. watch it. Go Cut watch your it. subtitles on and go watch it. Because that that's is a goddamn love. movie for your nerves. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I will go and watch the, the best picture winner same, if I haven't seen same. it. Same. I'll watch. I actually, like, when I'm in the mood for the Oscars, because I do love film and stuff same i will try at least to watch the best picture nominees i haven't seen yeah. prior to it so i can be like that's the one or i i see why you know what i mean so yep. i have like oh, my man. little opinion to right. myself as if link gives a fuck about what i'm talking about <laughs> but girl. i didn't get around to it this year but either way i found yeah. that statement interesting i did yeah i mean i don't I typically don't care to go watch once the announcements are out, but once the winners come out, I'm like, okay, let me see. Let me go look at this. What's this worth all the hype? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, But because of Fran, (laughs) I saw uh, Parasite before it was even nominated, so I knew before the nominations came out that it was incredible, but um, that's not really relating to what's going on right now. So after the Academy said all that shit about, like, you know, we tried to kick that nigga out and he refused to leave and we could have done things differently, but it is what it is. They also said that their board of governors like initiated disciplinary proceedings against Will for a violation of the Academy standards of conduct. Conduct, yeah. And comprising the integrity of the Academy, which was crazy to me. That was <laughs> thank you. You're so on point. Cackled, nigga. You're so on point. They said specifically the Academy's standards of conduct, including inappropriate physical contact, abusive or threatening behavior, and compromising the integrity of the Academy. Like that last bit, I was definitely (laughs) like, okay. Because again, like by definition, was inappropriate physical contact was threatening behavior. Like, yes. Yes. The integrity of the Academy? Don't do this. Not when y'all have awarded Oscars to Harvey Weinstein, Roman Polanski, Woody Allen, and every other rapist and abuser in the goddamn business. Are you kidding? That's why when they were all, like, when everyone was on Twitter, you know, shaking like a cold kitten, talking about some goddamn, (laughs) oh, they're going to come and get Mama's, they're going to take Mama's Oscar from her. I was like, if they're coming to collect Willard's trophy, we're collecting the trophies. That's what I know. Exactly. That's why I've never Amen. been concerned about <laughs> white people watching or how white people think about because you never. can get packed up. Never. Y'all yes. can like y'all can easily get packed up if if that's what we want to do. Exactly. Because Will Smith's actions is not going to be it's not going to have anything to do with the advancement, the progression of black people as it pertains to Hollywood or anywhere else. Not as far as like I'm concerned or any other nigga would say. Right. So. Play your game if you want to. We got guns for that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Metaphorical guns before, you know, violence. I mean, and I mean literal guns, but metaphorical Maybe guns that. for the for the point of view crackers who are evidently now so shook at the thought of niggas being violent. Like, I literally don't want to hear it, but I especially don't want to hear it when like rapists and abusers have been racking up Oscars for decades and y'all have been letting that shit rock 
I literally don't want to hear it, especially when you're talking about a black about a black man who was defending his fucking wife. So get into it. I have so much to say about this. There's so much. First of all, the very first Chris Rock special I ever watched unattended was 1996 Bring the Pain. Um, I snuck over to my friend's house because her mama was a single mama and she worked full time. So we got to do a lot of shit unattended and we watched Bring the Pain. And one of the things Chris Rock said was, you know what they say? There's no reason to ever hit a woman. Shit. It's a reason to hit everybody. You just don't do it. It's a reason to kick an old man down a flight of stairs. Classic. You just don't do it. Ain't nobody above an ass whooping, you know? The way that that clip it, has been making its rounds. Yes. And he said it in the very stereotypical Chris Rock way. But also, I feel like he said that shit because it's very true. It is. Like, there is no such thing as being above an ass whooping. And I will, I will go as far to say... There is no such thing as being above a justified ass whooping. Come on. Not everything is worth physical violence, but some things are. Now, yeah. should should Chris Rock have been shot in the face live on television for this? No. But mm -hmm. did he deserve a smack for talking I about a so. black woman for no goddamn reason? I agree. Not only did he deserve it, it was well warranted. And you don't have to agree but have an issue for what? I feel like some of you niggas who have been piping up and it, and having like an issue with what Will, with what Will Smith did are just mad because you think that your perception of the situation should be the perception of the situation, which is simply incorrect. Because who decided? That physical violence is wrong, but talking shit about somebody who's going through a medical issue isn't wrong. Who decided that? Nobody but these fucking colonizers who were the original violators who raped and pillaged this whole goddamn planet in the first fucking place. They're the reason we're even here, girl. We should be at home in Ethiopia and, huge... and, and fucking Nigeria chilling, minding our goddamn business. <laughs> like, right. We should be all over blowing. the continent minding our business with our goddamn cousins, but we're not because of them niggas. And y'all are people. sticking up for them niggas. Same people. That are a huge, huge part of the reason why black women have so many sensitivities yes. surrounding their hair, yes. um, the texture, length, and things surrounding it. And what blasts me out of the airlock about this situation and this nigga specifically is that Chris Rock produced an yeah. entire film titled Good Hair. Thank you. Ooh, that thank was you a for documentary amen, amen. about black women's yes. hair yes. and the sensitivities around it that he allegedly produced right. because of his own daughter's like a uh, lack of comfort with her hair or right. feeling like she didn't have quote unquote good hair and stuff. So it's like if anybody, if any comic should have like yes. a different outlook on this particular situation, you'd assume it was this nigga. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you are still trying to come for this woman in something so real and so sensitive that she has shared yes. her insecurities and sensitivities around to me is like mind blown. Will Smith right. shouldn't have smacked him on, on stage. Like he shouldn't have smacked him on TV. It was reactive. Mm. There's a lot of pain there. There was a lot. I still, I still feel like 
I wish he would have pulled him to the side afterwards and did his big mm-hmm. one in private. I'm, I'm like, I really did. I understand be- that. If for no other reason, so that niggas wouldn't still be so talking about it four exactly. days later. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's you. it. Yeah, that is the you. only reason. Not because white people watching. Not because like oh respectability politics. It's because you, now like. You know, he's apologized and apo- he apologized when he won his award. He then, like, posted, you know, the social media apology. I think Chris Brock, Chris Brown, I think Chris Rock also uh, posted an apology. <laughs> he said, like, leave on him Facebook out. or something. <laughs> right. Chris Brown, like, look, look. Leave not me this alone. One. But people are still, like, unraveling about it and shit. But yeah. to me, it's like, nigga. Really? Right. Really? You gonna sit up here in this room full of predominantly white people. Exactly. And talk about this, ladies. Like, out of nowhere. With no context with anything else that you were talking Woo! about. Go ahead. Because so so I still have you, so many layers. Me too. I'm so glad that you brought that up. Because first of all, apparently... Will, Jada, and Chris have beef? I did not know that before to, before that night. I and so when Chris made that joke, me and Jade immediately thought that Jada had been in G.I. Joe 1. We, we literally had no frame of reference for the joke. G.I. And Jane. so, right, same thing, whatever. G.I. Yeah. Jane, the whole point being that whoever, whichever white woman started in that shaved her head. And so she's like, G.I. Jane, blah, whatever. Me and Jade assumed that she was in the original. Jada was in the original. And so she was going to be in the second part, which is not a joke, but okay. And we literally did not get I mean, what the big the joke issue wasn't was. A joke. Right. That's, oh my God, friend, thank you so much. Because. Yeah. What I'm getting to is that, like, what we thought it was was not a joke. And then what we learned it was was also not a joke. Because (laughs) Jada being bald is not a joke. Nobody being bald is, in and of itself, a joke. And especially a woman who has alopecia and has been verbal and very public about that since at least 2018, talking about cutting off all her hair and having different treatments that haven't fixed it, but they've helped and all this shit. Like Jada has been very open about alopecia. So if you didn't know she had it, that's your fault because that means neither you nor your team bothered to do even 30 seconds worth of looking into it. But again, even if, because I saw a lot of people saying, oh, well, maybe he knew, maybe he didn't know and da, da, da. But like, I again, don't care. I even don't care. if he didn't, even right. if he didn't. It's not a joke. Why that subject matter? Amen. When you of all people should know better at yes, this point. Absolutely. Also. Absolutely. As far as jokes themselves go, as yes. someone who like tells jokes for a living, not as, you know, never going to be at a Chris Rock level. Completely understand that. But what I do understand you're about telling jokes about for a Rock. living is that it, like, you're, because everyone is, what has been blowing me about another part of this is the amount of people who are like, well, it's his job. He's a comedian. He's Boochadale Dukes. Another part of your job as someone who tells jokes is to consider how your jokes will Amen. land. Amen. And if you, really give a fuck about doing that to the best of your ability, mm-hmm. you're going to want to try to craft the joke so that it is 
enjoyable for as many people in the room as possible. Yes. You're not, you're going to offend someone all of the time. Someone's always going to not like your joke or find some way to take something offensive. Yes. But it is still like, if you're trying to do your best in your job, I would think you're going to try to make it so that everybody in the room can enjoy the joke. Two things, first of all. If you go back and watch the fucking clip, the joke that he said, when he said to her, oh, you know, G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. There was, people in the audience were audibly unamused. Like, there was, like, like, less "Ah." nervous laughter at that joke. Then absolutely m- most nervous laughter because a lot of people are bringing out oh well Ricky Gervais roasts people in the audience all the time and they laugh because they're supposed to they're supposed to they're right. at work they're right. supposed to let the motherfuckers make fun of them the trade in is that they're incredibly wealthy and they're at an event to celebrate the fact that they're rich and talented yes. so if these motherfuckers are blasting them then like you're like you laugh even if you right. didn't like it or tell that you you in you you're offended most of them will then go to the after party and say Ricky Gervais can absolutely be set on fire. Fuck him. But they're going to laugh at the award show because if they don't, you're going to say this shit to them. Oh, well, it was, it's their job to be... Here, again. Y'all are going to be these that can... People in the audience weren't even that impressed by that joke for two right. reasons. A, it was obviously like a sensitive subject. You're talking about a woman's appearance. Even the white women in the audience could understand that part. But also... You would think it wasn't fucking funny. It <laughs> like, was not like there's no this is my thing, friend. Since Sunday, I've been trying to find the joke. And as far there, as I can it doesn't tell, exist. the joke is that Jada's bald. That's that's it. Tiffany Haddish made an excellent point on like in a, a red carpet interview or whatever. The G.I. Jane joke is literally something that many of us heard growing up in school around the time of the original. It was a joke that literal middle school and high school students used to make to, like, shit on women and young ladies and their, like, their femininity or just, you know, their looks if they had short hair or lack thereof. Like, or, you know, or or they lacked hair altogether. Right. So it's like, not only is the joke not funny, it's stale. This is something that we've heard. Yes. Like, and again, if you watch the clip, it was like not a crafted joke. It right. was something that he told, like he literally said, Oh, Javier Bardem probably wants Will Smith to win. And then was like, <laughs> by the way, Jada, right. you're bald. Yeah. Like that was Exactly. And like so, I'm not I'm not entertained by that. There was no creativity. There was no, it wasn't a it, it didn't need to exist. But another part of the reason why it's so annoying to me and I'm I get irked by all of you bitches that have never been funny. The closest that you come to comedy is like joke copy pasta and stealing memes. The thing that irks right. me is the amount of you motherfuckers who are just like and hey, it's his job, it's his job, it's his job. Again, you can Consider the way that you say these things. Amen. Even if you're going to tell a G.I. Jane joke, punch up. You right. should know better, again, because we of what we've talked about. Right. So if you're going to talk about this woman's short hair, shaved head, or whatever, yeah. it could have been like, it could have been more in the tone of the G.I. Jane look works for you. Like, mm-hmm. that that G.I. Jane right. looks so sexy, Will, will you better watch out? Like, something like, and it might have still hurt her feelings. Who knows? She might have still been offended. But at least you're like, 
you're constructing the joke in a way that is not punching down. You're not trying, you're not like... Teach these devils. <laughs> you're not like trying to humiliate, or maybe it wasn't his intention to humiliate, but you're not mm. like making fun of this person's appearance. You're actually making the same joke in a different context. But you weren't doing that because you saw a blah black woman and you were like, <laughs> unattractive. G- yep. So... Exactly. I truly, the whole thing sucked. Yes. And I truly feel like it was meant to be derogatory, first of all, because... Absolutely. All the reports we've seen says that this was not on the teleprompter and Chris Rock decided to make this joke off the cuff. Yes. You could tell. Yes. I mean, you could tell, You could tell first of all, because it was not funny. Secondly, because... And why it came would, out of nowhere. Why would white people choose to target... Jada, who was not nominated for anything, as opposed to the many, many women. If you wanted to make a joke about a woman, there are plenty of women who were nominated that evening. It doesn't make sense that they would have written a joke about Jada, especially a joke that wasn't funny and didn't have a point. The whole point of the joke about Jada is that she's bald. And the beginning that's the whole point. And so point three point A is that Jada's still goddamn fine. Regardless of whether she has hair, Jada's still finer than any woman Chris Rock has ever been with, bald or otherwise, because Jada Pinkett is fucking fine, period. She don't have to have hair, unlike maybe the women you've been with. I don't even know which all women you've been with, but like literally coming at her for that is so fucking stupid because Jada looks better than your mama on she her absolute worst on her worst day. But also Chris Rock literally interviewed Sheila Bridges, who is an interior designer for Bad Hair back in 2009. And I know this because I'm one of the few people who bought a ticket and watched that shit in theaters. And this woman, Sheila Bridges, who has alopecia, sat here in front of Chris Rock's face and talked about how rough it is, how hard it is to like go from somebody who had a full head of hair to somebody who has this autoimmune disorder and what hair means for black women. And so Chris Rock, who was smiling and nodding the whole time and was maybe just thinking of jokes for Jada Pinkett in his head for, you know, 13 years from now, he clearly knows what hair means for black women. The nigga did a whole fucking documentary on it and how we need to stop paying the Asians for hair at the goddamn shop. I remember this. I saw it in theaters. Maybe the rest of y'all were only 13, so you didn't, but I saw it. So I don't want to hear that from Chris Rock or anybody else. And the sheer number of comedians and other celebrities who have been chiming in with their two cents. (laughs) Bitch, they've been getting packed up. Girl, the way all of y'all should shut the fuck up. Yes. First of all, Zoe Kravitz. My good racial nigga. I don't know what Lee. you was thinking. <laughs> Catwoman, you are better off just sticking to the, the jewels and the capers you're used to, bitch. Because they have been collect calling Whoa. that ass. They said, oh, no, ma'am. Not when you were 24 years old doing an interview talking about how you had to stop your pussy from jumping all over <laughs> Jaden Smith, who was okay, 14 okay. years old. You nasty bitch. Like, the girls came for you. And then they brought up that interview in 2015 where you talked about how when you was a kid, you told the white kids at your school you was just as white as they were. And only I didn't see that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 
Zoe did an interview back in 2015 talking about how, you know, when she was younger, she felt like she was just as white as everybody else. And she tried to get the other kids at her school, which was majority white, of course, this private school, to see that she was just right. First of all, if you were just as white as they are, they would be treating you the way they treat each other. So clearly you're not. But also biracials tend to have this problem. And... Although Zoe is not the typical biracial, both of her She's parents, not. both of her parents are biracial. <laughs> right. And so she is therefore biracial. And clearly she still had the same issues of learning to accept her black identity that y'all seem to have. I don't have that issue because I was born black. I was not born super light skinned and they had to check the tips to my ears to see if I was going to darken up. And everybody was concerned about whether it was going to be a black ass. I was just a black ass baby from the goddamn get go. And there was never any ambiguity about it. So those of you who had to wait until you were in college or beyond to figure out that you were black and to accept your blackness. You know, I hope y'all have a support group for other like-minded people, but that has nothing to do with me or the rest of us. So you posing in front of a big sign and taking a picture on Instagram talking about I'm not a black artist, I'm just an artist, and talking about how you sick of black being the qualifier for everything. I cannot relate because I'm black in everything I do and it's never up for grabs. My team can't be like, oh, well, don't send Crystal anything that doesn't have anything to do with race because I'm unambiguously black. I'm simply a nigga. And you know that as soon as you look at me, there's no hiding it. So Zoe Kravitz may have that privilege. I do not. I don't think she. OJ, well, I mean, I think she knows it now. I think Zoe gets it now. Yeah, she might have been confused. But when you decide to post pictures of yourself at the Oscars, then they be like, apparently this is what we're doing, fighting people and being ghetto and violent. Of course niggas are going to pull that shit up because how fucking dare you? You just Twice. got to, You just got to blackness. Who are you talking to? She posted twice. Mind your the, cracker business. Like, girl, for me, like, I didn't know nothing about these. Oh, yeah. These, oh, yeah. Jayden she Smith sure did. She sure all. did. She and sure I just did. Looked at that Talk and I was about, like, ooh, okay, this is wrong. Weird. Oh, my God. Jayden. Weird. Ooh. Very Holla weird. at me when you're older. Weird. Girl, like, you don't get the fuck out of here weird. with that nasty prison shit. Super weird. Super, especially when you see, like, somebody on Twitter was like, uh, Couple of photos of fourteen-year-olds. Exactly, a child, a child. But anyways, between that and then, like everybody bringing up the fact that you're besties with Alexander Wang, yes. who's like, no, all these like, obligate, all these, all and these fucking existed. allegations. Yes, like the girls have. So you could have literally just ate your food, right? You could have just minded your fucking business because we all know. And that's that same thing goes for every single celebrity who has something to say about Will. OJ Simpson chimed in for what? <laughs> now, that did give me a good a late night It was night hilarious shop, because, nigga, you're a whole ass double murderer. Sweetness. <laughs> Sweetie. <laughs> Unlike what Judd Apatow said, you did kill him. Like, bitch. <laughs> He gonna come back later talk about Will was wrong, but I get it. I bet you do. Because you finished you the job. I understand the impulse to do something crazy and then regret yeah. it afterwards. Yeah, I'm sure. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you talk about? I said that bitch for sure could have shut the fuck up. Wanda they brought Sykes. up Jim Carrey um, yes. kissing Alicia Silverstone in the yes. mouth and against her will. Yes, and all that other will. nasty shit like 
talking about how, you know, mm, if it was me, I would have sued Will for $200 million, and the insult is going to last a long like, time. What? But, you know, if you want to say something on Twitter or say something later or show your disapproval from the audience, that's fine. But you don't have the right to walk up on stage and smack somebody in the face. Who says? White supremacy? Y'all would say, because y'all are the damn main ones who be talking cash shit and be ready to press charges when somebody smacked the fuck out of you for it. Y'all be the Hello. main fucking ones. So, of course, white Hello. people feel like ain't no big ass deal. Howard Stern said that Will Smith and Donald Trump was the same nigga. He said, quote, <laughs> Where's the exit? Where's Earth's exit sign? I want to get out of here. He said, Howard Stern said, quote, he opened hand with a lot of force, smacked him right in the mouth on TV. Now, the first thing I said to myself was, what the fuck is going on? Is this a bit? Because where's security? This is a live television event. Right. Now, one person came out because he's Will Smith. And this is how Trump gets away with shit. Will Smith and Trump are the same guy. He decided he's going to take matters into his own hands. Bitch, Will Smith is not literally playing a role in the god a role in the goddamn movie. He's not in charge of what happens to the United States of America. I don't know of any kids that have been placed in a cage because of Like, that. no. Perhaps white people were temporarily temporarily embarrassed because of Will, but don't act like Will Smith has had anywhere close to the level of power that Donald Trump has. And even Wanda Sykes was like, oh, I felt so awful for Chris. He's my friend. And I was just so sick to my stomach. And I just feel like, you know, me and uh, Amy and uh, we just deserve all of us who were hosting the show. You know, it was our show. And he owes us an apology. (laughs) It's not literally your show. It's the Oscars show. It's not, you know, the Oscars presented by Regina Hall and Amy Schumer and Wanda Sykes. It is the Oscars. And yes, you were chosen. If anybody. But it's not your. Yeah, exactly. Because he was the director. It's not literally your show. And if Will owes an apology to anybody, to any breathing being on God's green earth, it's Blue Ivy Carter. For snatching her goddamn moment when the whole night should have been about her. <laughs> to you grown bitches who had, <laughs> first of all, the sheer number of people who tuned in post-slap, y'all ought to be grateful. Because a whole lot of people wasn't watching it and we wouldn't have even been watching it if Tea. we could if we could have got the Netflix to work after we saw Beyonce's performance, we would have watched Netflix Tea. for the rest of the fucking night. But we couldn't get because that shit Beyonce to work, was gracious and so we enough. Back on. Yes, Beyonce was gracious enough to bring out the girls right up top. Amen. Like so, we didn't I, need to be there. I told them hoes, wake me up when Beyonce come on stage, and then here come Beyonce to open the goddamn show. I said, okay, so I'm gonna watch this, and then I'm gonna lay down. And, like, literally, if we had gotten any other streaming platform to work, we would have been watching anything else. So, y'all should be grateful for this late shit that Will would even show up to this fake shit. Y'all should literally be thankful that Will Smith smacked the goddamn fuck out of Chris Rock and got so many people to tune in and to still be talking about the Oscars days later, which does not typically happen. I love that... um, Tiffany Haddish was like, you know what? Yes, 
watching black women get protected. I'm all about that shit. Although I'm not shocked she said it because she was also in Girls Trip with Jada. So I'm feeling I'm feeling like there's a kinship Boom. there. That's right. That's right. right. And, you know, she she has told stories about how when they were filming the the movie, Will and Jada, like, rented a boat for everybody to go on a tour. And so she's like, you know, it's probably like Beyonce or Oprah or something when she yeah. looks at Will and Jada. It's like, oh, my God. Of amazing. course, a lot I of them, them have their biases. Right. Because they have different friends and stuff. Yeah. And even Lakeith was, when when they asked Lakeith about it, he was like, <laughs> niggas go through shit every day, my nigga. I don't know what to tell you. Bro. <laughs> Lakeith was like Coleman Domingo who's on Euphoria (laughs) about to play Mr. Um, Fine ass black man so good when he was like he was like um, Will's from West Philly I'm from West Philly we're very passionate people that's the same thing Quincy said like I love that Black Hollywood was like, yes. no, move around. Yeah. <laughs> like, for the Quinta most part. Said, this is uh this is Philly shit, and I fully get it. So, you know, I'm here Vanity Fair to eat your snacks and drink your liquor, but <laughs> Can I, that, I don't have nothing to <laughs> Live. Live. Yes. Even Kareem Abdul-Jabbar chimed in talking about, like, how Will was disappointing <laughs> niggas, and this was a discredit to the black people and and to Jada because she's a strong black woman and she could take care of herself and all this other shit. Bitch! Exactly. No, no, you're right. Because what I want people who make this argument to know is that we are allowed to be stereotypes. We're allowed to disappoint, quote-unquote, our race. We're allowed to just be human. And the idea that we need to rise above humanness to prove our worth to white people and make them respect us is nothing but white supremacy in action. You're literally a tool of white supremacy. We don't have to be better than that. Since when have white people had to account for January 6th, 2021? Amen. When has that ever been the fucking case? When do they have to answer for the crimes of their whole goddamn race? Since when has anybody been like, before you accept this award, uh, Quentin Tarantino, I would just like to hear your words on Christopher Columbus. (laughs) It doesn't fucking happen. (laughs) White people are allowed to be individuals. We're allowed to be individuals. You don't have to agree with Will Smith without saying that Will Smith is tearing down the whole fucking race because he's not doing that. Thank you. Like, so many of your favorite toxic niggas be fighting for white privilege when it comes to just being horrible, deplorable people and getting away with it. When maybe a piece of the privileges you need to be fighting for is the ability to fuck up and make mistakes Amen. while without carrying the entire Amen. race and community on your back. Amen. Amen. I because white people do it all of the fucking live yes. long day. Right. They can and, fuck up. And we should be allowed to be humans. Thanks. We should be allowed to be individual people on our own journeys. And my actions as a Negro black woman don't reflect on the entire race as a whole because I am one person. And the rest of these hoes don't speak for me. And I don't speak for them. I speak for the people who decide that I speak for them. But I don't speak for every black woman or every black person because there's plenty of them niggas who don't agree with me on a lot of shit. And I feel like... If you read Will's autobiography, he really highlights how he, you know, felt like a coward because he yep. didn't protect his mother from his father's abusive actions. Thank and you for bringing that up. I think, you know, seeing Jada's reaction really sparked something in him that made him feel like, and, 
And the fact that Will's mama was like, I'm going to stay at home and, and knit with my group, baby. And you have fun. We'll be watching on the TV. But the fact that his mama wasn't there probably didn't make it any better. And I'm not going to claim to know how he felt. But I wouldn't be shocked if if Will saw Jada's reaction and was like, oh, you know what? Not too fucking day and i'll risk it all <laughs> to make sure this woman knows feels protected pro- yes. and i have got her and it's period. not enough black women who feel protected especially Thank against you. somebody like chris rock who i have enjoyed his comedy specials don't Most, get me wrong a lot of us have. but yes. chris rock is the it's same legendary. one who lets louis ck and other white people say nigga uh, also Bryn brought up a lot yep <laughs> He dragged Jada in the Oscars in 2016 when Oscar So White was popping off and Jada and Will boycotted talking about, oh, Jada boycotting is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties because I wasn't ever invited and brought Will into it. Talking about how much Will got paid for Wild Wild West. And Jada, even after the awards, gave a statement and was like, you know what? This kind of critique, it comes with the territory. We keep it moving. We got a lot to handle. It's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff going on in the world. And then we're going to focus on other shit. Like, these people have been gracious for a yes. long fucking yes. time. Niggas bringing up entanglements on the Thank red you. carpet. Like, Thank they you. literally have let the shit go. They, they have, have taken your jokes. So many they have times. taken your comments and put it to the side. And right. I love that you brought up, like, him seeing that she was unamused, hurt, whatever the case may be, because the amount of people who are like, well, he laughed at first. A lot of I people just, have nervous laughter. I might chuckle before I whoop your ass. It don't mean I agreed with you. Thank you. Laughter is not indicative of approval, bitch. I said that shit. Like, but even if you did laugh or whatever, because you're getting through the night or you saw the, you know, it was a joke or whatever, and you turn to to this person that you love and you see that they're hurt, and you adapt to that new information so like right. i don't understand why no we're trying to be that. like oh well he was laughing at first so the fuck what maybe he was laughing at first and then he saw that his wife was really hurt about it and he went into defense mode what are we talking about right what are we talking about and like, he's allowed to do that he's allowed to stick up for his wife and yes Jada could have got up and smacked the shit out of Chris Rock and i probably would have enjoyed that even more then I enjoyed Will doing it. But I love to see somebody, anybody of any race protecting a black woman. And I feel like a lot of y'all's critique behind this rests on the assumption that black women are not worthy of that protection. I also, I got loud at the, oh, Jade is a strong black woman. She can protect herself. They be the ones who be needing somebody to slap a bitch for them. Amen. More than you don't think else. that motherfuckers ain't tired of being strong all of the time and taking care of themselves all of the motherfucking time? Yeah. You don't think that it is an we exhausting do. for both people for you to even think that you can make fun of me or talk like that in, in front of all of these people or talk about my wife like that in front of these Amen. people because you think I'm not going to say nothing? Amen. No. Shit ain't sweet today. Right. I hate it happened like that. It sucks or whatever. That yeah. they now, that Will and Jada now, have to deal with all of this other shit as a result of the decision that Will made. Right. Whatever. But 
Girl, y'all gotta stop playing. Y'all gotta stop playing. You need to stop playing with black people, black women specifically. And on top of the fact that so many of you niggas have been on their neck about their marriage, about, you know, the month after July, making all of these jokes, (laughs) and you have continued it, continued it as a result of this. Your favorite toxic-ass niggas talking about, can it be me? All these fucking rap niggas that abuse their wives and beat the fuck out of their girlfriends all the goddamn time, chime and shut the fuck up and sit down and wait for your next booking, Fabulous. bitch. Because we don't need to hear anything about what the fuck you got talking about. And y'all motherfuckers be so quick to be talking about um, protect black men, making these weak-ass petitions, talking about black mental health matters yeah. and all this shit when your favorite nigga is, has, like, lost a booking for saying something transphobic exactly. or homophobic. Has, like, lost a booking for harassing or abusing their, their wife or girlfriend or whatever. Then y'all want to be protected and black man but when this black man gets into hot water for protecting his queen it's like you looking at him as he's weak or whatever and making august alcina jokes you bitches can get in the bin <laughs> okay Trump, with the rest of these hoes do it because they made it if we're gonna clear. protect niggas mental health and look after them then let's fucking do it Let's yes. fucking do it. Not just for your favorite sick rapper that makes ugly ass sneakers, but also for motherfuckers that are clearly in pain. You think that that motherfucker just walks up on stage and slaps people all of the time? You don't think that he knew the magnitude of the fucking right. show that he was a part of? They're hurt. Yeah. Both of them niggas are hurt and they're tired Amen. and they're human beings too. Amen. So before we jump out the window with all of these criticisms and be trying to like strike these people down, maybe we should check in on their mental health too. Y'all bitches don't want to do that. <sighs> y'all rather feed the, the egos of niggas who are out here not doing anything for the betterment or progression of anybody goddamn black amen so save it and your weak ass illuminate future Quavo jokes ain't funny either bitch so sit <laughs> the fuck down talk I mean, about comedy and one thing about me I've always made it clear that violence is sometimes the answer I said it years ago. I have Violence may not be it. the answer, but what <laughs> it's going to do is make your point clear. It, it may not answer questions, but it gets your message across, Absolutely. bitch. And the idea, first of all, I really feel like the idea that you can say whatever disrespectful shit, but touching somebody crosses the line. I really feel like that's a white supremacist ideal that came out of a desire to keep us from beating their asses. I really feel that way. I don't have the proof to back it up, but I just feel it in my Negro Shundo. So y'all can argue me if you want to. I really <laughs> don't give a science. fuck. It probably is. I mean, I haven't gotten to that point in my career, but yeah. I mean, I truly feel that way. But also, like, I feel like a thing a lot of you are forgetting here is that, like, niggas who talk shit get hit. Sweetie, you don't get to just say whatever about somebody. And 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 I I will give you this. Not every comment is worth getting the shit smacked out of you on national television, live international television, broadcast to like 40 different countries. Everything is not worth that. <laughs> but disrespecting somebody, and I'm not going to say you deserve to be shot and killed either. 
I'm not going to say right. it should have gone that far, but Will Smith walking up on stage and smacking the fuck out of you one time and sitting down. Yeah, you had that coming to you. You had that coming to you, not just for talking about his wife, but for talking about his wife who has a disease that she cannot control. Something that has okay. clearly caused her a lot of pain and strife in her life. And saying that you didn't know about it is not a valid excuse because she's been open about it. So that just means you did not bother to look it up. Or you just didn't care. Just yes. you didn't care Which about I'm more her inclined health. to think. And like, honestly, this might just be a me thing. But when I see, most of the time when I see women with a shaved head, like, I immediately consider the fact that they might have, A, shaved their head because of a health condition. They may have shaved their head in solidarity with someone who has a health condition. Mm-hmm. There are, like, a lot of sensitivities Amen. around people shaving. There's some women who are just having trouble with their hair, and so they start from scratch. Like, yeah. it's not always that someone just went to shave their head because they wanted the look. So, That's true. again, I think about those things. And we're talking about a joke that was lazy, barely existent. Come on. Completely, like, tired and antiquated. So I don't even know why so many of us are doing the work to be like, oh, well, he's a comedian and this is his job. There were certainly, you know, other ways that Will Smith could have um, made his point without striking him. But I'm not going to sit up here and act like Will deserves to be like thrown into a Sarlacc pit for slapping this nigga in defense of his wife the way that he did. Like, both of those things were wrong. But mama, like, I'm just thinking about being this person who's still as as strong as you're trying to be, as much as you're trying to take narrative of what's going on with you, is are still dealing with insecurities about your condition and your hair and having to sit around with all of your peers, many of whom are are white, laughing. It's it's like by and large, dealing with and accepting yeah. a joke that didn't need to be told, that was barely crafted. At your expense. And might I also mention, he got a bigger laugh when he said, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me than when he said the G.I. Jane joke. Comedy tour sold out and everything. He in Boston right now telling crackers that Will Smith is a nigga and they all cracking up. We're going to hear about this forever. Absolutely. Everyone who does stand up is going to tell terrible jokes about this. And they talking about, oh, mm, oh my God, Chris Rock. I would have sued. Chris Rock knew he was about to take this and run all the way to the goddamn bank with it. Absolutely. 100%. So I want to know, first of all, why y'all think... It's okay to be like, ooh, Will should have handled it differently. Jada should have laughed it off. They shouldn't have taken it so personally. And not, Chris Rock should stop making fun of people for diseases. Chris Rock should stop making fun of people for the way they look. Like, why is it so much on the people who were affected by the joke shouldn't take it so personally and not maybe the nigga who said it should try a different way to be funny because that shit wasn't even funny. The joke wasn't even funny. <laughs> it wasn't even. That'd be it for me. Like, y'all be ready to jump It wasn't even a good joke. Over jokes that really aren't even great. Yes. <laughs> like, it'd be, y'all be ready 
ready to go for the ones that are like the laziest. And if you notice, it's them lazy jokes that usually get really piss poor yep. reaction. Yep. If you would have even taken two more seconds to try and find a better way to deliver yep. the same joke, you may Absolutely. not even have been in this situation. But y'all don't want to hear that or think about that. And it's fine. Yeah. And when I see black women with shaved heads, honestly, first thing I usually think of is, oh, sis knows she fine. And she knows she looks like she could be in the door of Melange. And so, I mean, I think of Kia, honestly. I'd be like, oh, she, this is simply a bad bitch who decided she would be an but even like, badder bitch if she shaved her head. Not to say that, like, everybody should be that or needs to be that, but that's my first inclination. But it really doesn't matter why you're bald-headed. The point remains that, like, making fun of somebody for having a bald head is not funny. Uh, in and of itself, that's not a funny joke. And so why you chose exactly. to deliver that on stage, off the cuff, off monitor, you just decided to come at that. For me, as soon as I heard it and I got the context behind it, I said, this is personal because it's not funny. And it had nothing, uh, again, like, I think that you can make <laughs> nearly anything funny. I do. But... Not when you're just saying something offhand that has nothing to do with anything exactly. that you set up. That is also like the only reason anybody in the room even got the joke is because most of them motherfuckers are over the age of 40 and know what movie you're talking about. Because right. I did not. I thought I said, oh, so Jada was in a movie called G.I. Jane. Me and Jay was legitimately confused. We thought Jada had been in some other movie. And so we definitely didn't get the joke. We were like, oh, so she's starring in the sequel of her own movie? What's so funny? Like, like the you whole just brought up being... the Dora Milaje, yeah. which is more like currently more relevant. And, and right. Mo- you know what I mean? You could have said, Not... oh, Jada going to be the lead of the Dora Milaje in Black Panther 2. And that would have made more sense than G.I. But it's also more current. Right. But you didn't just try. Trying, you were trying to be a dickhead. That's it. Like, you were just trying to be mean. And that's why I felt like it was a personal issue. And so, if you're going to come at my wife on stage at the goddamn Oscars out of nowhere, like, Jada wasn't nominated for nothing. She was simply there supporting her man being fine. So, if you're going to come at my wife out of nowhere, hell yeah, I'm going to smack you. I hell yeah, I'm going to smack like- you. At the end of the day, you know, I wish there were more people, especially us, who were looking at this from as many angles as possible, rather than just trying to black and white. Same. I also wish that. Because, like, I feel like both of these individuals made decisions that were not great. And... I just find it unfortunate that so many of you are immediately trying to act as if we witnessed the Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Sunday. (laughs) Which we clearly did not. Please, Rather than, like, really trying to be as fair as possible to everyone involved and call it for what it is. Like... Yes. Nobody you know expects I mean? an Oscar presenter to get smacked the fuck out on stage. But also And I don't know that anybody desires it. Right. But let's call it let's call this for what it is. Thank you. Yes. Like this is not it's not like Will Smith hit him for no reason. It's not like it was unprovoked. And Chris Rock said was... himself, nobody is above an ass whooping. He knows 
He is not above getting the shit smacked out of him. And he ain't doing nothing but taking it to the fucking bank. So white women crying about how uh, Will's words reminded them of their abusive ex-boyfriend and white men like Alec Baldwin talking about how inappropriate it is when you done beat women and shot and killed somebody and all other manners of bullshit. It's just like, Chuck, do you know your people are responsible for like 85% of the mayhem on the the, goddamn globe? Charlie, yeah. don't shut the fuck up. I don't give a fuck what white people have like to say so about this shit. Y'all are the original violators. That's why I shrugged it off, to be honest with you. Because I'm like, I also feel like a lot of people are... Ha- the reason there are so many mixed reactions to it is because I think that seeing it happen um, triggers people in different ways. Yeah, I think lots of people have different reactions Absolutely. to seeing someone get Absolutely. hit. Absolutely. That is a reason why so many people are reacting the way that they yep. that they are. But I agree. I feel like, you know, it's not necessarily reason for you to say anything, much yep. less like, um, you know, just start calling people demons or throwing people into boxes and stuff like that. Rather than, you know, it's, to me, it's really ridiculous, but especially white people. Like, niggas, I'll hear you out especially. and I might even try and get, you know, and and absorb all of these different sides and perspectives because right. when it comes to healing us I'm all I'm I'm interested I don't <laughs> I mean, want to hear I'm you. always gonna be but everybody like all of these white people talking Not about how triggered right. and traumatized or whatever they are bitch Girl, call your therapist, therapist which I already know that you motherfucking have yep. or you should have yep. because you white people in Hollywood and all of you bitches sitting on bones so I don't even know why y'all chose to pipe up <laughs> I'll never understand why y'all chose to speak up knowing that you and your ancestors are the originators of this bullshit. I'll never get it. But like literally call your fucking therapist if you read anything more into it than what happened right then and there on that stage. Oh, it reminded you of your abusive ex-husband. Bring it up in your next session. You want to remind me of? Don't project that shit onto Will and Jada. Days. Days of the source words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it I don't know if maybe it's because Nipsey I've seen beat so that many awards in the parking lot at the BET Awards. <laughs> it did. Like, it reminded me of nigga shit. <laughs> I watched Mike Tyson chew an ear off when I was like eight. So Listen, and Mike bites are a thing right now. That nigga could, came out with a line of edibles. <laughs> Mike this is bites. gonna be another moment in like pop culture years from now that we're gonna like laugh about yep. and everybody will be fine but i do think that a big uh because you know social media a big part of existing in this era is everybody being really reactive and just throwing out their initial yep. uh opinion on things and then reacting to that opinion and then reacting to the opinion of the it's like so many people it literally has felt like when Regina George was passing out copies of that <laughs> burn book and everybody was running around okay. just beating the shit out of each other. Like, that's what Twitter and Instagram feels like. Yeah, it's been a super intensive. And I mean, for the most part, I've been entertained. So thank y'all for that. Yeah, there have been great jokes. Um, But I just think so many of you are not thinking about this critically. You're thinking about it within the context of whether white people are approved. And I just want to remind you that white people are not the ones who get to decide what is acceptable. 
at all. That's fucking we crazy, girl. That. Not them niggas. What? Do you remember January 6th? Don't talk to me. <laughs> Do you know the origin of this nation, of most it's... nations? Not when Caribbean islands are telling the queen to pack up her goddamn things because they're going to be their own sovereign nation now. <laughs> Bitch, leave me out of it. <laughs> leave me out of it. Girl. <laughs> When Kate and, and whatever the white people came down wheel. to um <laughs> came down to Jamaica, yeah, and took a picture with the bobsleds. <laughs> the Jamaicans said, "Gaya yad, galang, <laughs> win the business." <laughs> exactly like not that. interested. Don't come over here try to take no pictures and have no motherfucking photo ops, bitch. Give yeah. us our money, okay? Yeah. Yep. Come clean. And get the fuck out. And Go home. We're past it. We don't exactly give a fuck about that. you bitches being here. All right? Where are the girls? Yeah. Where's Blue? Correct. <laughs> Tell me, where's Megan? Blue over there working on the boom cack with Beyonce's girls. But right. the rest of y'all. I live. When I saw them headlines, Jamaica told them niggas, get the fuck out. Show <laughs> <Sure> did. <laughs> we don't, As we they don't should care. have. Barbados was like, just want you to know we're taking that white bitch off of our money. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> We don't want you. We don't want you. We don't More want you. More of want that you, shit, no okay? Like, Rihanna is in Target shopping for baby clothes. She don't have time for this bullshit. I and thought that she picked up, like, a like a dress or something. So it was a little like, trench coat. <laughs> that picture of her when somebody showed her the little baby trench coat, she had her face all screwed up, and it was like, oh, my God, how cute. It's like the face that all of us get when... We're shopping with our homegirls for baby clothes, and it was just so precious and adorable. Yeah. But the point being, like, all the rest of this, y'all are doing too much, and you need to simmer the fuck down. This is yeah. not about you. Calm down. A lot of, again, I've seen some really fun jokes. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of fun jokes. <laughs> I A lot of the people who've been... in using, like, intercut clips, intercut clips from a RuPaul's Drag Race, where she, like, smacked Tyra Sanchez and Chad Because it was very that. It was very acting challenge on amen, Drag Race. Amen, amen, Where RuPaul literally does the, like, chuckle and then cocks back and slaps them. It literally yes. was, like, a high-time diva yep. smack. Absolutely. So that was hilarious. This person who tweeted, what is your name on here? Oh, no, Noam Chomsky. What? It's actually not funny at all. Will Smith could have killed him with that slap. What if his hand had been full of bees and Chris Rock was allergic to bees? <laughs> and no, one of the bees stung Chris and nobody no. had an EpiPen? Not so funny now. Because that's literally how white people his were acting. glasses! He can't see without his glasses! He can't see anything without his glasses! <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. They have been in a goddamn tizzy. Relax your fucking nerves. If you're okay with fucking Harvey Weinstein <laughs> having all 86 or whatever of his Oscars, Move then you can around. leave Will Smith. I can't believe the Oscars allowed him to stay at the show. Why not? Why not? I don't understand Who, like, why you don't understand. The point was made. Yep. When he sat back down and said, keep my wife's na- name out your fucking mouth. Do you know what Chris Rock said? 
I'm going will. to. Yep. <laughs> like, he said, I sure will. So at that point, who was in danger? He meant what? that evening. I'm sure he'll be talking about this on the road. But he meant oh. for that night, there's no reason for Will to come back on stage. Sweetie, the way that he actually should send Will and Jada a chocolate strawberry. Should. Because he's going to cash Absolutely. at least the first two, he the next two shows. He's going to fuck up. He's going to. Like. Yeah. And in a so, few months when all three of them are on our Red Table Talk. <laughs> then, oh, they've already talked then about. y'all will know what's up. I read that they're already getting ready to film the Red Table Talk. This was a rich nigga smacking another rich nigga and everybody being even richer afterwards. Full stop. This has nothing to do with you and your regular ass 8.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. with a 45-minute lunch break ass job. Thank you. This has nothing to do with you. The most important thing about it is that we... Us, Negras, <laughs> can have really important Amen. conversations about lines, about protecting each other, yep. about specifically protecting yep. Black women, about what's a joke, what's not a joke. Like, we, among us, the, the water cooler crew, mm-hmm. can have those conversations. But at the end of the day, these rich niggas are going to, you know, probably be embarrassed, make their statements or whatever, do their little jizz, hopefully go jet skiing do whatever offline for a bit and then go right back to being rich and fine and whatnot and the second that anybody like i'm not here for white people coming for either one of them chris will jake nobody like this is an in-house situation you bitches sit the fuck down and thank god that you saw like something that was that wasn't boring for once Mm -hmm. you got a blue ivy performance and a wwe raw smackdown uh, wrestlemania so shut the fuck up. What else can you ask for? Y'all are being ridiculous at this point. Simmer down. Log off. Go outside. Take a walk. Inhale and exhale some good fresh air. That's and maybe it. just disconnect from the internet for a while because some of y'all are entirely too wrapped up in the discourse. And it's not that fucking serious. And just remember, you know, people literally dying everywhere. Still, you know, as always, lots of fun things happening in Ukraine. Uh, Loads of of Americans still without clean water or access access to basic health care. Say it, say it. Um, you know, lots of really crucial and super urgent things happening. Wars all around uh, the globe. Um, besides just. Uh, Chris Rock's jaw. So I'm hoping that, you know, soon when we run out of jokes and the dust settles, that we'll just get back to rotating on this joke. Amen. And by joke, I mean Earth. <laughs> because. <laughs> what a, the ultimate joke is Earth. <laughs> it is. Well. Alrighty, I mean, I feel like I said what I needed to say. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, no, same. I said everything I felt needed to be said. I've legitimately and deliberately kept it offline because y'all have been so feral about this. Um, Like, sweetie, (laughs) you made the right decision. People have been nuts about it from every angle. No matter what opinion you have, somebody is ready to pipe up and have like 
all of the emotions. Screaming. And I don't have time for that. Y'all can pay me to be mad at me. I don't have time for the rest of it. And that's simply (laughs) that on that. So many opinions. Yeah. So many differing thoughts. I don't care. And we just don't exist in a world where people are like, I hear what you're saying. Consider this. Yeah. (laughs) It's like... People don't talk like that. But also, like, I literally don't want to hear opinions from anybody who feel like oh, well, a black woman was disrespected and has this disorder, but it doesn't matter because everybody should just smile and swallow it and move on. They've done that. They've Mm. taken more than enough. At what point do you say, stop talking about my fucking wife? Will Smith reached that point. Maybe you'll never reach that point when it comes to black women, but don't assume that he is you. It's just also so much pressure that goes around a lot of the work that people in these spaces do and being knowing that you're going to be in a situation where you're going to be talked about regardless of what happens good bad whatever you know what i mean like not just like people are going to bash you but that's a lot to know that your whole world is watching and stuff like that and again definitely i don't think that this was a situation from someone who's just having a blast in life and then was like i'm gonna slap this nigga on tv (laughs) because that's okay you know, Should like you're talking yeah. about people who got lives, situations, who tired, who are hurting, who are still people. Yep. And just like Will and Jada are people, Chris Rock is a person. I sincerely hope that um, when the numbness went down, that he was like, what have I learned from this? <laughs> I sincerely hope mm. that the same way that Denzel and Medea pulled um, Will Smith <laughs> to the side and spoke to him, I hope that somebody yeah. reached out to Chris and was like, hey, so let's talk about the actual protection of of Black women and the way that we tell these jokes. And like, you didn't, you know, like. Yeah. And shout out to the therapist of everybody involved because they about to earn their goddamn ducats over the next few weeks. So three sessions this week? <laughs> So I feel like we should check in on Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday. What do you think? (laughs) Everybody's therapist put in an overtime, nigga. And we finna talk about this, though. Right, right. I mean, and with all the things that Will Smith has going on. I mean, and all the things that Chris Rock has going on, that Jada has going on. Everybody involved is human. And yeah. y'all are y'all are very conveniently forgetting that in order to get off these hot takes. And I just that's won't what have I'm saying. it. I just won't that's have what I'm it. Saying. Amen. That's all I'm saying. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Amen. All right. Well, hope that was good enough. We're gonna go ahead and end it there. And we're gonna come back in a second to continue the show with some letters, I suppose. Okay, folks, we're back. It's time to read your letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com. We may just read them a lot on the show. We have a letter this week from Rachel who says, I'm 30 years old. I met a guy about a month ago and he's been pretty much obsessed with me from the start and put in a lot of effort to pursue me. (laughs) When we first met, my main issue with him was that he was younger than me because I don't typically date guys even my age because they tend to be immature And when he first tried to bag me, I told him, you look like a baby and you're probably too young for me. (laughs) He told me he was 28, though. So I gave in and we started following each other on Instagram. At first, (laughs) I was not giving this little young nigga the time of day. But he DM'd me a few days after we met and asked me out. 
I agreed. And over the course of a few dates, what? <laughs> over the course of a few dates, he has basically checked off most of the boxes on what I would want in a partner. Recently, I invited him over and we had sex and the dick was oh, bomb. Yeah. I knew it was coming. Bow, 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 bow. We spent two days together. <laughs> Not okay, wait. She said we spent two days together having deep conversations and fucking oh, like rabbits. Deep dicking. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. that too. Okay. Cool. Exactly yeah. that too. I must yeah. admit, I started to catch feelings for him and started considering the possibility of pursuing an exclusive relationship. However, mere hours after we spent those two days together. <laughs> I can't believe it's not done yet. While I was still in my dick-induced bliss, this oh. nigga texted me talking about, can I be honest with you? <gasps> and revealed to me that he is actually 26 and said he was scared that As I wouldn't... supposed to what, 28? 28, yeah. Oh, and said that he was scared that I wouldn't talk to him if I knew his real age since I already called him a baby for being 28. And how old does this person say they are? 30? She's 30, yeah. Okay. I'm super pissed off, not because of his age specifically, but because he lied about it and waited until after we had sex to tell me the truth. And I started catching feelings and it makes me wonder what else he could have lied about. Am I overreacting for being angry about this? Is age really nothing but a number? No, I'll just say that right now. Should I consider (laughs) keeping things going or should I cut him off for being deceitful and manipulative? Thanks and love the show, Rachel. Mm. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is fun. So, I mean, I think that people are going to have different opinions on, like, this age gap specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't think any of that matters. I think that your personal feelings on it matter. I agree. If you feel like 26 is too young for you, then that's kind of the biggest point. And it sounds like you were already uncomfortable with him being two years younger than you. Um, But I think the bigger issue you've addressed, which is he lied about it. And so now you're going to question what he what else he's lied about exactly um and that sucks it's unfortunate because you already seem to like him um although you know you had these concerns about age and things like that but honestly i feel like you know you already were uh reluctant to to do too much with him because of that. Yeah. And he just kind of added something else to the pile. So I truly don't think that it's extra or too much to uh, separate or call it quits or whatever. Right. Because now it's just it's like <laughs> a, a, a bag of gags. Correct. So. <laughs> exactly that. I think, you know, me at my big grown 39 years of age... I would be like, ooh, lying about your age. I don't have time for that. Especially because, mm-hmm. remind me to, remind, those of you who subscribe to the Patreon, remind me to tell y'all next month about the girl I dated who lied about her birthday and the way that that ended up being the worst relationship of my life. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> right. But it took her a lot longer than, you know, right after we fucked, tell me the truth. <laughs> so nice. I will at least give him that, that he confessed as soon as he realized that y'all were like really developing something 
Um, I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm just thinking of you like being at the altar. Okay, like, it didn't get that far. No, I know, but I'm just. Thinking, it didn't get like, that far, but it did get to her basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> She um, she stole. She stole. <laughs> I was still friends with my ex. Like we had a big fr- mutual friend group, and she used to hang out all the time at the house. And my ex would hang out too. And she stole my ex's car keys and hid them in one of her basketball shoes and covered it up with a weave ponytail and drove to her wedding. <laughs> But she forgot that I had a spare key to her SUV, so I went in it and looked through the car and found my ex's car keys. It was very dramatic. Like I said, Patreon. (laughs) Patreon! Remind me to tell (laughs) y'all. So, yeah, big grown me. (laughs) Big grown me would be like, girl, I ain't got time for this. But me at 30, with a nigga who was only 26, who confessed... You know, as soon as things started to feel serious, this might be very birdish of me, but at 30, I would have been like, <laughs> okay. Like, I would have been mad and I would have kept one eye open. But if the sex was good and the conversation was good, I would not have cut off contact. I have to be honest about it. I would I'm now, but I would not way. have then. <laughs> I'm going to say the same thing. I think that, like, but but again, that's what I'm saying. Like me personally, yeah. if I found that out, the age, I don't think the age would be a hindrance when it comes to continuing the dating yeah. or at least the great sex. <laughs> right. Um, but I would be like, oh, you lie. Yeah. You lie about dumb. And shit. I would say that to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, so how do you expect me? To trust you when you lie about basic shit. Yeah. Because that's what I said to my ex when I found her ID and I found out her real age. And I cannot wait to tell y'all the lie she told me in, in reply to that. But, like, and you know it was unhinged because they are crazy. But <laughs> The weave ponytail... I'm just going to say it. It was so great. That sent me. It was so great. The basketball game sent me. Yeah. Because knowing lesbians. Yep. That basketball game is a landmark in a relationship. There was a lot going on. Like, we were talking about (laughs) marriage, which I knew. Like, I was joking about that. But getting to the basketball game is also a step. There's a lot going on, yeah. And so, I'm still in orbit. With her little local community league. (laughs) <laughs> launched of course absolutely of course, of course. <laughs> like, she wasn't like on a level of playing at the university or a professional level obviously no, this but she community. definitely played pick up with the rest of them niggas down at the rec center and I, I would go and my nigga on I, sure I am alive <laughs> and maybe I can get my it Oklahoma friends so to join to me <laughs> oh my gosh Shamika Casey Jessica Elise Candace, let me know if y'all are willing to come be on the Patreon and talk about that shit with Hamburglar. That's what we call her because all she did was steal. Let me know if y'all are willing to come talk about Hamburglar on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. But, Found dad. Who yeah. Knows <laughs> but um, as far as like, is age really nothing but a number? Absolutely not. Age is no. very real. 
It is. Um, and even 30 and 26, it's not that big of a difference, really. It's more of the fact that he lied. But it yeah. is a difference also. The lie is part of the difference. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Maybe that's true. Maybe he wouldn't have. If he was actually and 29, it would be, 30. Right. It would be more of a concern if it was like 30 and 20. 30 and 26 For is me. really yeah. not that big of a deal. And he could have let his dick in his conversation prove himself. But the mm-hmm. immaturity probably kept him from that. Yep. So, honestly, if I was still 30, I probably would have been like, I just want you to know I got one eye open when it come to you, nigga. But I'm going to yeah. keep fucking you because the dick is good. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would I'm actually not that. having a bad time. So, yeah. <laughs> but you right. watch it, bitch. But let him know that all you need is one more inconsistency and you are out there, motherfucker. <laughs> I think that's a great choice, too. Yeah. I do. Because... Again, besides not being honest about it, it's such a silly thing to like two years to right. like whatever. But besides that, it doesn't sound too too alarming here. Um, and we're, you know, just fresh into spring. I don't know what your pandemic uh protocols are looking like. So hey, if you're having a good time outside of that, you can protect yourself from yeah. um the fuckery and like Crystal said, keep both of them eyes open mm-hmm. if that's what you want to do. But I also don't think there's anything walking away from this if you're just like, oh, you're too young for me and I don't trust you. Yeah, you can absolutely do that. But I know, you know, <sighs> I have to say, I know a couple of weeks ago I said, and y'all have reminded me that I said, do not make a November decision in March. I did say that. Yeah. In reference to hitting up exes and stuff like that. However, right. this recent cold front through the Northeast... <laughs> I literally Get almost me. texted my ex. <laughs> I literally Out almost texted my ex like, nigga, it's cold outside. What you doing? Like, I almost did that. So <laughs> I understand the urge to be like, ooh, this is just the last nigga I'm going to fuck till the weather break permanently. And then it's like yeah. 60s and 70s consistently. Just don't get caught up in somebody if you don't really trust him. But if you're having a good time, have a good time. And, you know, always keep yourself and your well-being first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And remember, yeah. this nigga already got one strike for lying about yes. you about something so basic. Yeah. So one more strike and you're getting the fuck out of here. Dick yeah. or no I, dick. <laughs> I agree with what you said and be in like saying to him, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. got, I got my eyes on you and you got Period. one more. Th- I don't do that lying shit. That <laughs> was silly. Yeah, you did not need to tell to uh, tell a lie about that. We already established that you were younger than me, and although that was not my tea, we've been having a good time. Yep. And so, you can even say like the dick is good, but don't think the dick will be enough to make me stay hey, at you. Hello, the dick is not <laughs> enough to make me be a fool. It's not enough to make me be an outright fool. Okay, because I already got the tracking order uh, confirmation on my rose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon is sending them hoes out same day. <laughs> Bitch, Jeff Bezos already gave me the routing. So, okay. so <laughs> like, don't, don't you ever me. get to thinking <laughs> don't ever. you're irreplaceable. Because <laughs> the rose said you not. The rose said I can do everything that nigga can do. And Every time I see that shit on Instagram, I am sent. Oh. <laughs> it's like, man. I don't know who, I'm sure there are like multiple, uh, 
There are probably multiple people that manufacture those things probably. from all over probably. China or whatever. So I don't know if there's like one place that makes it, but it, they seem to be very t- tapped into the Instagram influencers because I see a lot they of do. people on there like promoting them and stuff. But I don't, there's just something so funny to me in seeing them in like Instagram hashtag ads. Yeah. I don't know why. Because the girls are, you know, getting their jollies. <laughs> and good Remember the person who wrote us a le- an email and said that their nigga was mad that she had one? Oh, yeah. Because the rose was outdoing him. <laughs> when the rose, if you have a man, the rose should simply enhance the sex. Hello. If the rose is better than w- all the things your man can do then your man is simply not trying hard enough. The rose should add to the experience. Because that's what the doll was saying. Like, from what I remember, she was like, it's not like I'm going into the broom closet and just, mm-hmm. like, deucing myself up by my, you know? Exactly. <laughs> like, she was like, but he it's was great threatened. with both, but he didn't want it in the room at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you can go to your heights, but I can't be in the heights? Yep. I can't get my Lynn Manuel. I Got can't it. go to Washington Heights. I can't go past 152nd Street. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. So, um, don't let these niggas play you. Uh, but good luck because this is a difficult time of year. And I know that personally. Um, <laughs> our next letter comes from Adrian who says, I'm a black gay man from the Northeast and I am head over heels in love with my fiance. We've been together for five years. Are you? Oh my God. He are you so, so in, love. in love? He's so in love. We've been together for five years, and I asked him to marry me during the pandemic. I just have one problem, and it's with his brother, who is married to a white woman. Oof. I have nothing against the marriage because my own family is multiracial. But I've noticed that his brother seems very anti-black and constantly speaks about how black people don't know how to act, and they ruin everything good. I have (laughs) no... They watched the Oscars together. Honestly, sounds like something XD would say. (laughs) Now, I have no patience for ignorance, no matter what color it is. But it would be funny when he said It would. It would. (laughs) If people act ratchet, then they are simply ratchet. But his brother seems to always have negative things to say about black people as a whole. You always come in during the letters to come sit down. Yes, because Link wants to give the girl some fucking advice. He's like, I heard gossip. What y'all talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Link, help these hoes out. We all came from the hood and we're all successful black members of our communities. But my fiance's brother has ne- never has anything good to say about black people and never champions them in anything. I brought this up to my fiance and he said he doesn't see it. But my interactions with his mother give me the oh, same no. vibe too. Both of them. Oh, love- yes. <laughs> no. Yes. The mother and the brother love saying shit like black people are the main problem with everything. And we need to just let go of slavery. <laughs> it's bothering me more and more. <laughs> And I don't know how to address it. What would y'all do? Where are they from? And what do you I have some guesses? So he's from the Northeast, but I don't know where the family is from. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. What would y'all do? What do you think I should do? Thanks, Adrian. Oh, (laughs) wait. Look what that money make a bitch do. (laughs) I mean, five black gay years is a lifetime. 
So I feel like I you might be at a point where you can at least to the side communicate to your uh, your lover Girl. that uh, <laughs> lover I if you hate it so much unironically call your significant other like lover like like why are you what are you doing here stop that um it's so nasty I hate it but. I feel like you are at least in a place where you can say to him, like, so, uh, love you. Love that you love your family. Um, not a fan. Not a fan of the brother. Not a fan of <laughs> some of the comments Amen. mom's making. Amen. They make me uncomfortable. Uh, what can we do about that? Yeah. Because now, I didn't really gather too much of, um, from the letter, what you give when you're pushed to a breaking point. Um, but I'd imagine that you don't want to make anyone uncomfortable and you definitely don't want any tension between you and your boo. So, um, if that means like, hey, um, I respect you and your connection with your family. Um, this is how I feel if you can't communicate anything to them and I can't communicate anything to them, then I just may not need to be around them because the stuff triggers, the comments trigger me. They make me upset. And yeah. honey, you don't want me to get to talking. Exactly. So maybe I should just stay exactly. home. <laughs> maybe I should just stay home. Because I feel like, I don't know, the sibling shit is one thing. And like, you have your white wife. So the brother-in-law's the brother's yeah. wife is white. So the sister-in-law's right. wife. Yeah. So like you have your white wife, so I guess you feel like <laughs> you know you're doing your biracial household justice oh, by time for that. What about niggas or something like that? But mom too? Mm-mm. Like that one, that's deep rooted. So yeah, I would definitely, I think, communicate to my boyfriend first um, and say, like, hey, I'm not a fan of this communication. At the very least, it, like, makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to be around it. Um, and then see what you get from that. Because it's not your place or your business responsibility to change any of these people. And be honest with you, your nigga might not even be able to do it. So... Right. Amen. That's very I mean, real. Just keep them away from me and I will definitely keep myself away from them. <laughs> right. First of all, you don't never have to worry about me staying away from them. I will do that automatically. However, well, so I think, Adrian, if I were in your situation, this is difficult because you've proposed, he's accepted, y'all are engaged, y'all are y'all are not just dating at this point. Y'all are planning to enter into a contract with each other and be for legally life. bound to one another, you know, until sort of. for life or until, you know, one of you decides you've had enough. Yeah. And so I really feel like, I don't know, knowing, knowing black gays the way I do, knowing the families of black gays like I do. Oh, is she pissed? No, I'm sorry. Y'all missed it. <laughs> She wants to go outside. Does she want to go outside? Because why does she come do inside? Do you want to go outside or do you want to just interrupt like she... the work that I'm doing 
like, like, I can continue to buy you Louis Vuitton clothes and shit, you ungrateful bitch. <laughs> Every like, time I'm on the phone. Right. I feel like she came to cause conflict. And to remind you that you're not the main bitch in this house, but... You ain't Blue Ivy, bitch. <laughs> I feel like I would just say to my man, you know how I am. Here's the thing. Like, you and I have agreed to create our own household. And you know how I am. So if you don't want me challenging your mama or your brother, don't bring me around them <laughs> niggas. And that's that. I have no problem not being around your family. But know that when you bring me around your family and they say some stupid shit, I'm going to say something. Because you know who the fuck I am. You know who I am. (laughs) And I'm going to say it. So I would just be like, you know what? I'm not going to deal with this. Ooh, I don't know how to dress it. I'm super uncomfortable. Like, these are your people. So if you don't want me to have that opportunity... Keep me away from them niggas. Otherwise, you bring me around them niggas. They say something stupid. I'm going to say what the fuck I have to say. And if you don't me, like it, you can also get gone. Literally, don't play with me. I'm not, that's doing how that I anti-black, I'm not doing that anti-black coon shit with nobody. I'm nobody. Not. Nobody. I'm not. Nobody. Yeah. Black, white, green, indigo. Exactly. I'm not doing that. Purple, I'm just all that. I'm not do doing it. it. I just won't. But it's also like... I agree with you. Like, if you don't want me to challenge my mom, yeah, <laughs> then you might want to step in. Because it's maybe, maybe two, at best three times yep. that I'm gonna excuse myself Mm-mm. to go get a glass nope. of punch nope. Your mama or got another one slice of carrot cake. She got one before time. I pack this hole up right <laughs> here. At Christmas. And I'm gonna do it. So, and I'm gonna do it in front of the aunties, the grandma, the uncles. I'm gonna do it in everyone. front of the memos. The great memos. I'm finna do it in front of the great. Gr- I'm finna do it in front of everybody, and anybody can get it. So literally, don't play with me. <laughs> Watching the Oscars and everybody talking. Well, anybody can slap, get slapped. This me over <laughs> in the corner. Yeah, me in the middle of the Oscars viewing party. Was with a plate of honey ham. If this nigga didn't get up and defend my honor, I would leave this bitch ass nigga. Fuck you think you this is like. <laughs> I would literally do that. And I would damn literally his have to say something to me. I don't care a about plate your mama, full of girl. greens, quoting Janet Hubert. <laughs> well, sometimes you have to slap back. That's how I feel. And That's Janet told y'all, um, Will's a grown man, and I'm an old ass, grown ass woman. Bitch, that shit was so <laughs> funny. She literally said that. She said, she said I'm Will Smith old. is a grown ass man. <laughs> And I am a grown-ass, old-ass black woman. That's literally yes. what she said. <laughs> she is so funny. Right. Bro. She is. And, but also, she made her point. Like, she and Will have had their differences. Clearly, they squashed them. And clearly, she feels that a black man should stand up for his black wife, especially when she is being provoked for no fucking reason. And I just want you to know. Why she have an like everybody else got one? Right. I mean, because the rest of y'all have been chiming in when literally no one asked. Right. You've not been paid. You've not been solicited. No one has asked. You've simply volunteered your opinion. Right. At least she has a personal relationship with Will. (laughs) The rest of y'all are simply talking because you want to talk, and that's fine, too. Social media means everybody gets a place to speak. However, 
I just want whoever has decided that they want to marry me. Wow, first of all, you're bad. But secondly... <laughs> Soups. <laughs> you're bad, you nigga. You sure, hon? Okay. <laughs> you're bad. But secondly, know who you're bringing around your fucking family. Yeah. Because I challenged my own niggas on this shit. Hello? My own mama could not get away with saying some Can shit like this. Can we get into it? Without me being like, girl, I will pack up my goddamn things and go stay at the double tree before I Can listen to this shit. get into it? <laughs> let's get into it. Please, let's do. The way that I will ever so respectfully say the exact same shit to <laughs> yeah. my own people, you yeah. think I will collect yours? Bitch, please. Girl, if I would cuss out my own mama, do you think I won't cuss out yours and your brother? <laughs> and not to mention your white sister-in-law. First of all, she'll get it first and foremost. She'll Girl, the way that I will line <laughs> them up like mama may I. <laughs> You're going to be like, it was fucking, it was bowling. It was a perfect goddamn strike. The way she (laughs) knocked all them niggas down in order and then came right back and did it again. It was me. I will do that. And I don't have no qualms about it. Oh, your mama's mad? What's going to happen? Oh, I'm going to lose a nigga. A nigga who don't feel like he can stick up for me when I'm sticking up for niggas. I'm glad to lose you. Super unattractive. I'm glad to lose you if you can't stand up for black people against your anti-black relatives. Because, like, nobody's saying, you know, mom and and brother said some ignorant anti-black shit. Crack out out the flamethrower and set them ablaze. No, there's none of that. (laughs) Nobody said, but you ain't going to say nothing? Because I, I will. Yeah. I will. And if y'all tell me never to come back and you touch and agree, well, then you let me know where it is. And if there's anything you know about me, you know that I will say something. I'm literally not the one for that. Yeah. So either know your people or know me. But pick one. Preferably, bro. Preferably both. And keep the conversation. Right. You need to warn me as your fiance. Listen, my people are very stupid about certain topics, but I'm going to make sure they don't talk about that around you. And if they do say something stupid around you, go off, babe, and I got you. That's all I need. That's it. I don't need your people to agree with me. I need you to back me up because you're my nigga. You're my husband, my studs, been my dyke, my partner, whatever else. I need you to back me up. I don't give a fuck if they like it. I need you to like it. Because... Unfortunately, many of us, especially in our age range, are familiar with oh yeah um, having we sure are. parents. We sure are, or friends. <laughs> exactly, with we are parents. Correct. <laughs> that fall in this same line, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't be some like completely unfamiliar extraterrestrial ass situation where we're like, "What your your mom or your dad or cousin or brother or whatever is?" Child, don't play with me. Don't play with me. Like, sure, but what we're not going to do. Like, don't hit me with the, oh, well, you know, my family can be kind of difficult. And then not tell me how we're going to deal with it. Because, <laughs> bitch, we can just go to Red Robin. Yeah. Yum. Like, we don't have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to walk me into some bullshit and leave me here to be the only one that give a fuck. Mm-mm. Because I'll cuss everybody out and go home by my goddamn self. By <laughs> my girl. <laughs> Well, y'all done fucked y'all up letting us be me. independent. <laughs> right? Y'all done fucked up. 
because I will absolutely leave the rest of these hoes and you in the dust if you have an issue with me speaking my mind and saying how I feel about it. And have a so, great time doing it. Yeah, best of luck to you. I hope your uh, engagement stands after this. It may not, but best of luck. Yeah, you'll be fine. Our last letter comes from Akira who says, my boyfriend and I have been together for three years. He has a daughter and I have two sons. And we decided a year ago to blend our families and have lived together ever since. When we initially made the decision to move in together, he was adamant about paying our rent himself. I pushed back and even cash up him a few times for my share of the rent. But after a few months of him returning my payments, I let it go. Since okay. I was Okay. Since I was already the one who bought the groceries, cooked, and did 97% of the household upkeep. Mama said 97%. 97%. She said that nigga takes out the trash once a week. Specify it, sister. (laughs) So I figured I should accept my blessing and move right along. Both of us have great jobs that we love, but he makes more than I do, which made it even easier to retire my strong, independent black lady mask. (laughs) I'm telling you, the girls thinks, want to I can't be taken wait. Care of. I cannot wait to let it go. <laughs> Lord willing in the creek don't rise. Anyway. Hello. We also travel a lot, so I started to pay for his flights and, and his share of the hotel when we go on mm-hmm. vacation as another way to offset the costs. Mm-hmm. However, last I week even do that. <laughs> my boyfriend asked me to borrow five hundred dollars to pay his child support for the month. <laughs> We've had very trans. <laughs> Don't do this. <laughs> Get out. No. No. We've <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> We've had very transparent conversations about what he owes in child support. So I understand that the bur- I understand the burden it is for him. While the devil on my shoulder immediately said no. The angel on the older, on the other shoulder told me to give it to him as part of an ongoing investment into our commitment. He told me but that's their commitment. Okay. He, he told me he'd pay it back the following Friday, so I really didn't spend too much time thinking about it until that Friday came when and? I when I asked him if he had the money, and he said yes. Okay. After an hour, he came back and asked me, how much of the money did I need? Sweetie, I didn't ask you if you had some of the money. (laughs) I asked you if you had the money. All of it. My immediate reaction was, nigga, I need all of what you owe. But (laughs) I bit my tongue, softened my shoulders, and said, whatever you have to give. (laughs) Come on, coming to America. Whatever it is you like. (laughs) Whatever it is you like. Okay. Akira says, it's been two hours since we had that conversation, and I still have not received any money. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Did she say two hours? Yes, two hours. (laughs) Akira wrote us two hours after this conversation and said he has not cash-apped me yet. (laughs) Akira said, I have not gotten a Venmo, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Reporting live from the toilet. (laughs) Mama went to the bathroom and said, you know what? I'm actually tired of this thing. I went 
wouldn't even care as much if he wasn't sitting in the living room right now watching ESPN. Girl, like she's in the bathroom. In the like, she's literally is. either in the she kitchen is. chopping something or she's using the toilet tweeting. Yes. She started to run the shower to warm the hot water up and she sent yes. us this email in the meantime. And started this email in the meantime. I live. I'm alive. My question is, should I let it go and charge the game like I do when Apple snatches the last out of my account for some random subscription when I'm in the drive-thru at Wendy's for my four for four? <laughs> A so lot of y'all know that four for four. Or... Should I address this head on and hold him accountable for giving me back the money he said he would give me and the money he owes? Thanks, and I love the show, Akira. Oh, uh, glory be to God. This is fun. <laughs> so, uh, this is a little complicated for me just because on one hand... He has, like, been covering you financially um, for a while in terms of, like, yeah. living situation and stuff. Um, and maybe that has something to do with the fact that he feels like he can just kick back on this. Mm-hmm. Um, so a part of me is kind of like, well, you know, maybe no pressure, especially if I don't, like, need need this money right now. Um, because he's covering shit on the back end anyway, so, eh. But another very significant part of me is also like, do what you said. Yep. Thank you, friend. That's what do I what said. said. That's exactly what I say. You know what I mean? You aren't asking me to give you this money full stop. Or whatever. First of all, the fact that I came out of my pockets for somebody else's kids... I know we're a blended family. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. I know that we're a blended family, so, you know, solid. But the fact that I'm, like, coming out of my pockets for your child support is something. And how are we, like, super financially with the shits and all this other stuff, and that's covered, and, oh, I got it, but I need your help with child support? Like, that also, to me, is, is weird. Um... But yeah, like I feel like at its root, like at the basic, at the basics here, do what you said you were going to do. Exactly. You said that you were going to have this money back to me at this time. Don't let this time come around. And it's, it, but uh, mm, 20 questions, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. let's fill out this crossword puzzle first. And if you can tell the differences between these two photos, it will lead you to a yeah. key in the nearby woods that will then take you to a chest <laughs> that will have another map for your money in it. Yes. Like, no. Fairy tale. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, we're not going <laughs> on a great adventure around the like, We're not doing the amazing race. You said that this was what it was going to be. Let it be so. Very similar to, you know, well, now I got to feel like, where is this nigga at on the scale of honesty from before when it came to the motherfucker who lied about his age? I feel a similar thing here. It's like, well, are you going to follow through? Like, do you do the things that you say? Like, do you keep your word? That kind of thing comes into play. So while... I do think it's great that, you know, you wouldn't, you didn't have to worry about rent or whatever. And he was willing to 
cover that kind of stuff, I do still think it's a bit of a red flag that it's like you asking me to pay your child support and then you talking about some, well, how much of it do you want back? No, that's absolutely an issue. (laughs) What you mean? How much do do I want back? I want every goddamn dollar I lent. And you lucky Mm -hmm. I'm not charging interest like the bank would. You're literally lucky. Don't ask me no dumb shit like that, nigga. I want every dime you borrow from me. And this man knew exactly how much he owed in child support, including back child support, which I include is a major part of this conversation that you simply chose to, to leave out. <laughs> um, but he knew how much he owed and currently owes. And so if he needed $500 for child support... What he should have asked you for, in my opinion, was to start chipping in on the rent. I would rather contribute to the rent than contribute to your child support, even if they're going, even if the, even if the consequence is like minimal, you know, like even Mm -hmm. if you're asking for one and paying for the other, I feel better paying for our rent as a household than paying for your child support as somebody who does not have any biological or social connection to that child. Yeah. I do. I, as a woman, I would. And I would have, I, I would, like, in the, on the flip side, I would feel more comfortable with being like, hey, so, look, Yep. Can you chip X, Y, and Z in on the rent, to your point? Say something. Rather than asking you to for money for the child support. Yeah. Literally that. Like, But even if you do. He's playing with you. That's what I feel even like. Even if playing you with do. Me. Right. Even if you do, just do what the fuck you said you was going to do, bro. Like, even yes. if you do. If you, you're saying to me. Because you didn't write that you were like, well, have my money by next week. Like, he said right. to you that he would have this money at this time. Make yes. it so. or And yes. when the day comes, when the day comes and I ask you about it, be like, well, I have this much uh, of it now and I can give you the rest of it on this time or something like that. Don't be trying to, like... Don't play insult me. people's intelligence, yes. gaslight, and play games yes. and be like, well, how much do you need? Nigga, what? every goddamn penny that I lent you, what do you mean how much do I need? When <laughs> I asked how much you had, you <laughs> said all of it. So what the fuck do you mean? What do you need the other $200, $300 for? So you can go out with your niggas and buy beer and shit? I don't care. Like, if you need help managing the rent and your child support then be man enough to say that to me. Yeah. Like, y'all I are... also, especially since I wasn't begging you... Yes! ...for this rent money. I, I tried to split the rent with you and you sent me my money back. So I don't want to hear this shit. It's not like, oh, we just started talking, we just started fucking, everything's all good, it's no big deal or whatever. You niggas have blended households. Yep. Y'all's kids are living together. They consider each other step-siblings at this point. Y'all are living together, sharing household finances. Like, y'all are a family. So talk to me if you are having financial issues because I'm your fucking partner. Yeah. It doesn't sound like you're going to spit in his face if he's like, I actually don't have it this week. <laughs> you know? Right. It doesn't sound like you're headed for Splitsville. 
if he's honest with you about it. But I don't know why right. niggas be struggling with just being like, hey, you know what I mean? Give me two weeks to get it back to you versus I'll have it back to you next week. Right. Or next week comes and it's like, here's what I have. I'm going to get X, Y, and Z to you, whatever. Like, don't come into me or lying all together. <laughs> right. Yeah, or just or just don't don't do that. Exactly. Don't, do that. don't fucking play me because I've tried to be a part of this household in as much as keeping the rent or the mortgage alive yes. for this household. I've yes. tried to do that. I sent you money the first few months we lived together. You sent that shit right back. If things have changed, if your daughter needs something more, like maybe she is entered puberty and now she needs bras and pads and tampons and cheerleading uniforms or whatever else, just tell me. We're supposed to be in this shit together. Don't say, oh, I got your money, everything's all good, and then be like, oh, how much of it do you need? Because that means you're telling me something that you're not telling me something, excuse me, that I need to know. Yeah. We share a household. My kids live with your kids. So tell me the fucking truth. Yeah. But niggas play with y'all every goddamn day. I think that so many people split up over like... Yes, this um, is why niggas break up over stuff. money. Yes, yeah. this is this exactly is why. why. It don't even always be just like, oh, well, you don't have it. Right. It's like all of the... Little weird shit that goes exactly. into miscommunication or lack of communication exactly. altogether when it comes to money stuff. It's like, stop Right, that. exactly. Literally, don't play with me. Be upfront and honest with me. Now, if it was me and this nigga chose to be this weirdly dishonest in this way, I would probably just, I would give him one chance. I would sit down and be like, babe, what's really going on with you? Why are you asking me about asking me about like how much of the money do I need right now? Like what's really going on as far as you, your child support, your baby mama, your daughter, what's going on? You have one chance to tell me the truth. If you be like, oh, nothing, I just need extra money, blah, blah, blah. Shit is just tight. Then I'm automatically going to have my guard up. Because why can't you tell the person you are splitting everything else with? The person you are sharing the everyday caretaking of your children with. Why can you not tell me the truth? It doesn't make sense. These niggas have to grow up. And you don't have to be the one who makes them grow up, but I would. You're going to have to tell me the truth about this situation and why things are the way they are, or else you're going to have a way bigger problem than the child support you owe. Where are you and your daughter going to live? That's your next biggest problem. Because I'm putting you out of my home. Because what you're not going to do is lie to me when I have invested so much in the in the caretaking of this relationship. Just be real. A whole lot of these girls wouldn't have no issue at all holding you down if you didn't lie about what you was going through. <laughs> That'd be a, a big a big bookmark in the book. Like 85% and the story for me. of it. Like, that, that is where I put one of them little highlighter stickies that you have in like, yes. office and office uh, job. I got to get back to this. Like, <laughs> I'm going to come back to this chapter, Lord knows. <laughs> like, the girls be there ready and willing to hold things down and you fuck they it up do. just by we- being weird and not exactly communicating that. basic shit. 
Exactly that. So literally don't play with me um, and don't play with my fucking emotions and everything will be good. But I will say if your man won't tell you the truth, um, if you have a good relationship with his baby mama and you still can't get the truth. Honestly, (laughs) I wouldn't even go to the baby mama because she's not the one you have the relationship with. He is. And so since y'all are at this point point where y'all have combined household, combined incomes, you know, you're relying on him to take care of the bills as far as the rent is concerned and you take care of everything else, plus all the household work, which is certainly worth more than the rent is. Like, don't let these niggas play you. Don't let these niggas lie to you with, like, some vague promise that you'll have everything you ever asked for because a nigga who lies to you when you're dating will lie to you when you're married. (laughs) And I just won't, I just won't have it. The thing is, I can, like, oh, God damn, I'm so sorry. Like, Zoe Kravitz, I hate to quote Tyler Perry. <laughs> because Zoe said she felt like she didn't fit in with the niggas because she didn't watch Tyler Perry movies. And bitch, same. You're not the what? only one. Yes. She was like, I didn't, I didn't watch Tyler Perry movies. I didn't listen to rap music. I, Bro. Yes. She said, I like Neil Young. Okay, girl, well, you're not the only nigga who didn't so like Tyler Perry movies. Right, right. And black people invented rock and roll. So you're like very not. Do you think that we don't listen to new ro- Like, I hate that. Yeah, my I'm holding my breath that your parents were like, you dumb bitch. Do you have any idea what you're talking about? But, That's a fucking rock star. <laughs> right. Like, I'm holding my breath that they were like, girl, you're very wrong and don't never say no shit like this again. But. <laughs> but I just saw the Essence shit. I just saw the person who said Oh no, this that she didn't want to fuck with Essence because they're not her audience. Oh yeah, she so she definitely did the whole like there was somebody who tweeted and said that when they worked at Essence, Zoe said, um uh, uh Zoe's team, I like guess. She would never do She was like, Yeah, I'm not doing covers together. because Essence is simply not my business. Which is uh, quite strange to me. But there's also this whole situation of like, you know, I identified with white culture. I wanted to fit in. I didn't identify with black culture and Tyler Perry movies and hip hop music. Do you think you're the only weird mixed girl? (laughs) You think you're the only weird black kid? Yeah, because you're not. Maybe in your super white suburban California high school, you feel like alienated or whatever but you were far from the only one and a whole lot of us to this day do not like Tyler Perry movies <laughs> like girl I listen to rock I listen to metal but I had a Jinko jeans era too sweetie you're not that special I listen to country music don't talk to me so <laughs> another black art <laughs> right something else we invented that that white people took over and I don't want to hear like your whole Oh, well, I'm not like the rest of you coon buggies. I love fucking Vince Young. And I love, oh, my God, I love Carrie Underwood. And I love Rita. Like, Weezer, girl, I don't care. Weezer is my jam. Bitch, we literally don't care. And I it's, feel that okay. same way about this. Like, don't come to me with some extra bullshit that don't have nothing to do with what's going on in this household. Talk to me like I'm your partner. And not somebody that you need to manipulate in order to get something out of. And if you can't be honest with me, then I need to cut my losses now. 
get my babies away from you so they stop thinking about you as they stepdaddy and your daughter as they stepdaughter and we can move on with our lives like I won't take that but since y'all have gone to the point of combining households I would at least have the conversation and I would make sure he knows like do not lie to me because believe me when I tell you I will leave your black ass in the goddamn dust (laughs) and please believe that shit Jerome (laughs) please believe it I will leave you and and please take a break in the fact that I'm not asking you to go swimming with sharks. I'm not. I'm literally just asking you to just keep it real and be honest. Exactly that. That's it. Exactly (laughs) that. I'm not going to be like, you broke peon. You don't have the money this week. You know, (laughs) like, unless you will. I don't know here. But I highly (laughs) doubt. (laughs) They're going to just like bash and shame this nigga for not having the money on time or whatever if he's honest with you. But what I will be is annoyed. And, uh, you know, I will show said annoyance in the ways that I choose if you're going to play with me. Especially because he's sitting in the living room watching March Madness. I like, ain't nothing going on. Nigga, I will beat your ass. (laughs) (laughs) I could be buying my baby some shoes right now. And here you go. Niggas. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Exactly that. So best of luck, Akira and everybody else who sent in a letter this week. Please, please. Send us back an email and let us know how it goes. That is going to wrap up the letters for this week. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and then we'll be right back. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the show. It is time for the read. Yes. Take it away. I was going to say, I just have a couple of quick things this week before I mosey on out of here. Um, First of all, to Andrew Giuliani who is Rudy Giuliani's son. I assumed. Okay. <laughs> yes. The son of uh, Trump's One lawyer, who is... Ugliest living yes. people. So Andrew Giuliani was in Long Island this past week. Oh, my God. Very disgusting. As everybody who lives in New York knows, Long Island. Um, <gasps> I Googled him. Okay, yes. So Long Island is a mess. And um Oh my god. The Long Ew. Island Yep. The Long Island Loud Majority, which is a very far right conservative group, had Andrew there to speak for some reason that we don't completely understand. It was like Nepotism. Yeah, it was like supposed to be like this Woodstock for downstate New York. Like Oh, he's ugly too. Far, oh, you know he is, but I mean, I don't want to say why, but you know, Caucasian. But anyway. Um so what what is particularly disgusting about this is that Andrew Giuliani, who is like super committed to being transphobic, talked about his four month old daughter and said that Oh God! Oh no! I so like, hate <laughs> so like, trigger warning for those of you who don't want to hear people talk disgustingly about infants. But he said that his daughter made a promise to him on the first day when he was like holding her in his arms, and he got all emotional thinking about her. But you know, she made a promise and shook his hand and said that she's the only boyfriend, or that he, her father, is the only boyfriend that she'll have till she's. 25 and he said you know she shook his hand and he's changed her diapers 
He's looked under the hood. And his baby is a woman. And he said, quote, I'm going to be the last guy in a long time that looks under the hood right there. But guess what? She was born a woman and she's going to stay a woman. It's that simple. I hate it here. Absolutely. There's no other option. So a spokesperson for Andrew Giuliani said that Andrew is not a biologist, obviously, but (laughs) that he can tell the difference between a male and a female. And I would say this. Most of us can tell the difference. Most of us can tell the difference between a penis and a vagina. However, however, most of us cannot simply by looking at genitals tell the difference between a man and a woman because men and women, which are gender identifiers, are not the same as sexual identifiers like male and female. Yes, your daughter may have a vagina. And thank you so much for letting us all know (laughs) that you were inspecting the folds of your daughter's vagina while you were changing her goddamn diapers. But, like, this just goes to the point that trans people always make, which which is that you niggas are way creepier about your kids' genitals than the rest of us are. I checked under the hood. She's a woman and she's going to stay a woman. I hate that. I hate it. I my stomach turned. That's why I said I have to talk about this. That is the if you were talking about an, a, if you were talking about an adult vagina, exactly, I would be exactly like, grossed out. But this is a four month old baby who may be trans for all you know. Talking about well, I I looked and she's a she, woman and she's gonna she's stay gonna one. stay that way. Okay. <laughs> I mean, all right. On the one hand, I hope she doesn't, simply because trans people are amazing. On the other hand, I don't want her to have to deal with you as a father. So, you know, I want her to have the easiest life possible. But also, there's nothing wrong with being transgender. And I wish y'all would let this shit go. This whole, oh, well, I checked her diaper and she's got a pussy, therefore she's a woman. Like, you're being way grosser about your baby than trans people would ever be. And if a trans person said the same thing about their child or their niece or nephew or cousin, the way way y'all would have that motherfucker in jail before the sunset. prison. This man is disgusting. Who says that about their baby? I can't. I'm going to be the last man under there till she's 25. What the fuck are you saying? Are you going back? And why are you so worried about her pussy? Like, the fact that you are so concerned I'm, about I, your I, baby's vagina. The way I feel like you was you was wiping her and, and just taking notes. What the fuck is this? Honestly, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've been queer for such a long time. Y'all are gross. And I have a completely different out, uh, outlook on these things. Yeah. I just don't understand the like... I don't Woo! understand the like passion and the fiery desire for your kids to be cisgendered people. Oh, yeah. It's definitely because we're queer. <laughs> You know, like I, I know, I, that's like that's the why. only thing I can land on. Oh yeah, that's because why. I'm just like, like I understand, 
I understand some parents, especially of a certain age and generation, wanting for their kids to just be cis straight people, and they, you know, their excuses. Well, I just don't want. You know, I know the world is hard, and I know you know, whatever. Blow that your ass. No, but I don't care. <laughs> Baby genital investigation Disgusting. that you then share with the rest with of us. Like we need to know what your infant Stop baby's it. genitals are giving. Stop like it. you want your fucking baby to not be trans that bad. Yeah. So bad that first. What of do all, you think happens when 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 people identify? Do you think that tentacles grow out of the sockets of their eyes and then they start planning global domination? Like I don't understand. I don't. No, they just say this hateful shit because they can, They know they can get away with it, especially on Long Island. You can get away with that shit on Long Island. <laughs> Long Island, Staten Island, the rest of New York be like, I still Girl, don't know what City Island is. Listen. I heard they throw chairs, though, so I'm not going. Yes, but they don't tr- throw chairs because you're trans. They throw chairs because niggas. Because they're drunk. <laughs> okay. But Long Island, City Island, the rest of us don't even fuck with that. <laughs> we don't even fuck with that. Like... The the real niggas who live on Long Island and Staten Island, like, they be like, I just want y'all to know I'm over here because the rent is way cheaper than it is in Manhattan or Brooklyn. And, you know, I'm not I'm not going to do all that just to live in Queens. But, yeah, shit is fucked up. This shit, you're saying that because, you know, the more conservative people who don't want to live down south because of whatever other issues they have. A lot of y'all. Lord, let me not say it. But a lot, of, a lot of y'all have identities that would not mesh well in the South. And you know, people up North wouldn't give a fuck. However, you're still conservative against the people who need the most love, the most outreach, the most acceptance. And so you take your ass to Staten or Long Island knowing that the rest of us are going to be like, okay, girl, bye. Because when it, when it really comes down to it, Andrew Giuliani running as a Republican in this race for a New York governor. Ew, is he? The The chances of you winning are slim to absolutely goddamn none. One thing about New York, and, and the reason I pay these high-ass taxes to live here, is that it's just about safer than any other place you could live in this country, which is not saying a lot. But it is saying something. And this shit about, oh, I looked under the hood... And she's going to stay a woman. Ew. Right. Every time I say it out loud, it's disgusting. Like, stop being gross. Y'all claim that trans people are so obsessed with genitals and trans people are trying to warp your children and all this other shit. But y'all are the ones obsessed <laughs> with your kids' genitals and what they're doing with it. Like, no shade. And I don't want to... Oh, <laughs> no, it's shade. Like, it's shade. Make any... No, 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 no. Because, like, I was just going to say, a lot of the trans people I know personally don't even like it. <laughs> Absolutely. A lot of my my queer friends. Please leave your baby around for me. Like, actually, you and your kids stay the fuck away from me if we're a buck about it. So, like, (laughs) I love it because I was around so many. But I know there are plenty of people who identify as trans that want to have big families. Yeah, and that's and that's fine. You can have your kids, you can adopt or whatever else. I'm totally for that. I'm just saying the people who claim to be caring the most about children be the are same like ones who the are ready biggest to red flag. yes be the same ones ready to oppress or molest those children 
at the same goddamn time. Y'all be the same ones at the same fucking time. No, I said it. Because what do you mean you looked under the hood? She's four months old. What hood? I I hate this. (laughs) This baby is a literal goddamn infant and you're talking to us in detail about her genitals. Why? Also... I mean, you're being raised by Giuliani, so Lord knows what happens where you landed. Fucked up. Yep. But, like, I'll read this. I will be able to read this eventually. Yep. As your child. Yep. Um, And I'll know what you said. These clippings. (laughs) These are, it's not going any. So, trans or not, like, that's, what? And your kid will be on the 2042 version of TikTok. Talking about, ew, here's my dad, savage, (laughs) classy, bougie, nasty, ew. Like, your kid will be the one doing this choreography and talking shit about you at the same goddamn time. Because why are you this fucking nasty? But then again, this baby might be another transphobe on the way. I mean, you're being... I mean, and who could blame them? Right. But I'm just saying, these children have a tendency... To buck against their parents' absolutely stupid ass ideals, and I'm thinking the of old matter. girl. What was her name? Who was the daughter of the uh, press secretary or whatever for Trump? I know exactly who you're talking about, and not her. Uh, Kellyanne Conway's daughter. I don't remember her name, but for a while, I think before her parents took away her phone, she was constantly dragging them niggas, piecing them. Yes, up. Claudia. <laughs> Claudia used to get them niggas together. <laughs> the way she used to, <laughs> the way that she used to be sitting up in her room yes. like Brandy. Yes, exactly that. Um, so try being less disgusting. We literally don't need to know all this about your infant daughter. You're literally the only one. You and a few other sickos are the only ones concerned, and like. This level of detail just lets me know that you're way more worried about us than we are about you. Like, this is gross. Trans people are not trying to, like, convince your children to be trans. If your kid is trans, they simply will be trans. And there's nothing you can say or do to change that. There's something you can say or do to make them feel welcomed and accepted in their own families. But there's nothing you you can do to change who they are. So, like, stop being gross. Secondly... Eric Church, who is a country music superstar. I'm sure you don't know who he is. Sure don't. I know you don't. Um, But he is a very, very popular country music superstar. I think Eric has released nine or ten different albums. He's made a bucket of money off of these people. But Eric um, canceled a concert he was supposed to have this Saturday in San Antonio, Texas. Because Eric is from North Carolina. And North Carolina will be playing Duke in the Final Four on Saturday. <laughs> and so Eric said, what I won't do... I know what that is. Sports. ...is be... Oh, I know you do, sports superstar. Mm-hmm. I would not dare challenge you, but... Yeah, basketball. Yeah, correct. But, um... So he canceled his show. He sent a message to the fans and said, this Saturday, my family and I are going to stand together to cheer on the Tar Heels, which is North Carolina's I... I hate, I hate that, that name. name. Same. Hard same. <laughs> yes, hard, hard same. I literally hate it, but um, 
He said we will be there to cheer them on the in the Final Four as a lifelong Carolina basketball fan. I've watched Carolina and Duke battle it out over the years, but to have them match up in the Final Four for the first time in history of the NCAA tournament is any sports enthusiast's dream. This is the most selfish thing I've ever asked of the choir, which is his fans, to do. <laughs> That's what he calls them. To give yeah. up to give up your Saturday night plans with us so I can have this moment with my family and my sports community is the same type of passion, blah, 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 whatever else. Girl, who cares? So the girls of Texas are extremely upset that uh, <laughs> Eric Church would dare cancel his show for a basketball game. And I would just say, and listen, please hear me clearly. Cut the volume up if, if need be. Mm. Y'all are the same niggas who would skip your own baby's graduation if the Cowboys or the Texans made it to the NFC Championship. So please leave me alone. Y'all are the same niggas who would skip out on any and everything. You would leave your own mama's wedding. You would leave your son's baptism. You would leave your daughter's wedding. You would leave your little baby cousin's uh, kindergarten graduation. You would leave your aunt your great Amy's graduation from uh from uh like like grad school. You would leave her graduation when she was getting her goddamn PhD to watch the Cowboys play a football game for the NFC championship. So please shut the fuck up about Eric Church. Did he need to tell y'all the truth? No, but he did. He could have just <laughs> said, I'm canceling it. Ew, oh, I don't feel well. Mm, congested, mm, sickly. Like I'm sick. He right. He's gonna say <laughs> right. Literally, he could have pulled a Mean Girls and been like, <laughs> and y'all would have simply had to swallow it. But he told the truth. I'm from North Carolina. I want to watch the Tar Heels, and it's not just North Carolina playing Duke. It's the fact that it's Coach K's last season with Duke, one of the winningest coaches. I mean, I don't have to tell you this because you're the sports. Yeah expert but for the rest Absolutely. of the people I breathe this. Yeah. for the rest of the people this is coach k's last season coaching duke they've made it this far they definitely want to win a championship and do it for their coach and north carolina meeting them in the final four for the first time of course he wants to see that shit do you think i have plans on saturday my own nephew could call me and i would text that nigga like and it will call you back same. Yeah. Tomorrow, I will be watching the goddamn game in person. Same way I will be on Friday night for the women. I will be watching this shit on Saturday Saturday night for the men. It's not just March Madness. It's a history. And for people who would shoot their own goddamn pastor over football, y'all should understand. Texans, <laughs> of all people, should understand doing something stupid giving up money and respect and everything else behind sports because that is simply what Texas does. So let it go. And finally, oh, how do I say this, friend? Okay, so um, I just want to let y'all know to, to the bots on social media who, like, send little messages. So, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to do all that. I'm going to say this. I tweeted earlier today, Wednesday, and I said, you know, I asked my professor for a one-day extension on assignment, and she gave me a week instead. Wow, hashtag ain't got good. 
And I got like three or four bots in my mentions talking about, you need help with your essay for a fee? Hit me up. Oh, you need help writing your essay? Simply DM me and all this other shit. And I just want to say, girl, fuck you. I don't, and, and I know that y'all have, y'all have written these bots that search out certain keywords and respond to people. But bitch, what I don't do is cheat. Not in undergrad and especially not in grad school. I will never cheat on an essay because I can write the shit. I just needed more time. So disable your fucking bots, at least when it comes to me, and leave me the fuck alone. I don't need no help in writing my shit or whatever else. I simply needed an extension, which my professor gladly gave. And she even said, you know what, Crystal? Life happens. So you have until next week to finish this and turn it in. And best of luck to you. That's all I needed. I didn't need the rest of that. Leave me the fuck alone. And that goes for those of you who email me talking about, oh, my God. Like last week when I said that that South Asian girl said she was dating a white woman. And she said, ooh, boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. When she said she had a white girlfriend. Two different people email me talking about, now, why did you say boo, tomato, 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 when she mentioned her white girlfriend? You're so racist. And you talk about white people all the time. And it's so rude and it's so unfair. Bitch, I literally, I literally don't care. First of all, you're wrong. That girl said that about her own white girlfriend. But also, if you don't like what the fuck I have to say, feel free to tune the fuck out of what I have to say. Feel free to block me, unfollow me. Feel free to mute me. Feel free to not listen to this show. Feel free to not follow me on any platform. Feel free to not listen to anything else I have anything to do with. You don't have to engage with me. I'm not an elected official and I'm not your elected official, okay? I'm not your house rep. I'm not one of your senators. I'm not your goddamn president, vice president, none of that shit. I don't work for you. If you don't like what I have to say, simply leave me alone. If you think I need help with writing my essays, I don't. Disable your fucking bots. I can write my own shit. I just needed some help from my professor and I got that. So leave me alone. It's super fucking irritating for me and I don't know why because I know they search these keywords nonstop and they send auto replies to everybody. But it irks me in particular because I work so hard at what I do. I work hard to be at the top of my class. I work hard to stay on top of shit, even with COVID. And COVID is the only reason I've never asked for an extension a day in my life until now. And COVID was the only reason because I had to recover from that bullshit and it put me so behind on everything else. So simply leave me alone. I got this shit. I don't need nothing from the peanut gallery. And that's it for me this week. What you got, friend? Um... Well, not much. I just wanted to say, first and foremost, um, fuck uh, Governor DeSantis, as usual. Oh, I don't even know what he did, but amen. <laughs> um, this whole don't say gay thing in Florida is like, you know, Florida at this point has a reputation to keep in intact. And that reputation is being the living worst. Just the worst place. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they have been working really diligently at getting this uh, 
law signed, which I guess the governor just did. But tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> the GOP in Florida is beefing with Disney because Disney had the nerve to pander to the LGBT <laughs> community and say, mm. that's fucked up, guys. And so now they're talking about like <laughs> placing sanctions around Mickey Mouse or whatever. It's just like, I just want to, similarly to what you were saying about um, uh, Rudy Giuliani's freak child and him assaulting his baby. Andrew, yeah. I just want to say to you guys, not talking to your kids about their identities, Mm. their orientation, how they're just feeling as people is not going to change any of it. Amen. Um, it's just going to breed grounds for them to be uncomfortable and recognize that they don't have an outlet to be honest, to be free, yeah. to share what's going on with themselves, which actually creates really, really dangerous situations for young people because guess what? They still have to figure this stuff out because Amen. they're still living it. And if they can't figure it, figure it out with you, and they can't figure it out with any of their um, school officials. Right. That's pretty much just leaving the streets and the internet. Um, <laughs> You're right. You're not lying. Now, you know, I'm not saying that I feel like your fucking kindergartners should get reassignment surgery at homeroom without your consent or whatever. This is that doesn't like, even happen. That's not even a thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's like this is this is born of the fact that more and more people are now accepting um their kids and meeting their kids where they're at with them. And rather than like shaming them, beating them, ostracizing them. They're listening. And that makes a lot of uh, really conservative, uh, bigoted people uncomfortable. And like you were saying about um, the other one, (laughs) I don't even want to say his name because I'm just so like, I haven't forgotten it. I'm just like scarred. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um. But like you were saying, oftentimes we need to be paying close attention to y'all. Correct. <laughs> like, rather than these kids yes. or these queer adults that are just trying to have, you know, yes. basic rights, freedom, and decency afforded to them. Um, but at its core, there ain't shit that you're going to do. There's not a book that you're going to burn. There's not a class that yeah. you're going to erase. Yeah. There's not a teacher that you're going to fire. There's not a counselor that you're going to suspend. None of that is going to change the fact that if your kid is trans, they're trans. Yes. Thank you. And Thank that's you. And that's the long and short of it. You may be, may be prolonging whatever conversation that you're fearing, that you're super uncomfortable with, like, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. It'll, it, it will uh, take place further down the road than you would like it to. But, sweetheart, maybe it would have never taken place at all because you're a shit person. You're a terrible person. You're a bigoted person. You're full of hate. And honestly, 
My hope, whether your kid is trans or not, is that they get as far away from you as possible as soon as possible. Because who should have to be brought up underneath you? No one. No one. Thank you, friend. So, you know, it doesn't shock me that shit in Florida is shit. um, Because it's fucking Florida. But I just want you to know, whether you sign this or not, trans kids are going to be trans. And they deserve to be treated with the same amount of respect, love, and care that any other fucking kid uh, deserves and should have. And honestly, all these kids deserve more love, care, and protection than all of your adult asses. Because once again, you're shit. You are shit. <laughs> Say it again. Shit. And most of you who support and are, are you know, lining up in support of laws like this are a huge part of the reason that this fucking planet is shit. So fuck you. And Woo! God bless your kids. Because y'all and, do... I just... I'm sorry. I just want to say... Ahead. Y'all be so scared of trans people around your kids when y'all and people like y'all are the real danger to your kids. If anything, trans people want children to grow up feeling safe and secure in who they are. Y'all are the weirdos. Y'all are the creeps. Y'all, it's you. The call is coming from inside the goddamn house. Lastly, I will pass this read that I thought was great. Amen. Pass the read like we used to. It says, okay, so now I... I know this may seem very petty, but I'm in a vulnerable and emotional state right now because I just lost my godmother three weeks ago who was like a second mother to me. It continues. So this bitch-ass nigga drank my beer and (laughs) lied to me about it. (laughs) Lied to me about it after I found the evidence. I bought a three-pack of beers, drank one to pregame, and left the other two in my car. Later that night... Homeboy came to get me and we went back to my house. The next day, he ended up staying at my house all day while me and my son went to a birthday party. I came back home tired as fuck and went to sleep. Two days later, I remembered I had beers in my car. I checked and they weren't there. (gasps) Then, I also remembered that when this nigga was at my house, he kept going to my car looking for his phone. No! (laughs) So he was the only other person to go in my car. No! I then checked the garage I checked the garage refrigerator to see if maybe they were in there. Oh, my God, no. At first, when I read this, I was like, you checked the garage or the refrigerator? Completely forgetting that niggas have garages and refrigerators in the garage. Right, they do. Especially in the South. Especially in the South. too long. Okay, because my auntie had a whole ass, not just a a regular icebox, but also a deep freezer. Like, absolutely had a deep freezer. Like, I grew up in there, so I don't even know why. Show did. (laughs) Mommy, my show did. Then I looked down at the small trash can in the garage, and lo and behold, an empty Michelob... I don't drink beer. I don't know how to say this. It's Michelob. Michelob. It's Michelob. Okay. (laughs) Michelob can and the packaging my beers came in. (laughs) So not only did this nigga drink one, but both. No! I texted him asking him if he saw them when he was looking for his phone. And he says, no, I didn't see it. So then I sent him the picture of the empty can in the packaging in the trash can and said, well, someone took them because they were in my car and I didn't take them out. Of course, I get no response. I also know it couldn't have been my roommates because the ones who drink were gone all weekend. And my other roommate who was home can't drink because of the health condition. (laughs) It's me. I'm the drunk roommate who was gone that weekend. 
<laughs> it's just so sickening to me how these niggas, I love the beginning of this paragraph. It's just so sickening to me how these niggas will lie about literally anything. They will. All he had to say was, yeah, I drank it, I'll pay you back, or I got you next time. But instead, he chooses to lie like the whack-ass, lame-ass, bum-ass nigga that he is. What's even more irritating <laughs> is he knows what I'm going through and how emotional I've been over my godmother's passing. So for him to lie to me over something like this, Ooh. I'm gobsmacked. And I know it's just a three-pack of beer, and I can get more. That's not the motherfucking point. The point is, you niggas think it's cute to lie, and lie like it's nothing. Yeah, It's a principle, nigga. Lying is literally second nature to y'all, and I'm tired. Like, why choose to lie over this? What is the reason? Cardi B voice. (laughs) And ironically, the night he stayed over, we had this long, deep conversation about our almost two-year-long situation slash entanglement. He even at one point asked if we should try and make it work and be together and added he was proud of how we've only been sleeping together. Well, newsflash, my nigga, you absolutely are not the only nigga I've been sleeping with, and I've dated multiple people besides you for the past two years. I've briefly entertained the thought of being with you, but the thought quickly passed because you have not shown me any reason why I would want or should want to be with you. It will never, ever happen, especially now. You have good dick and good company. That's it, and that's all it'll ever be. In conclusion. Oh, Lord. Amen. <laughs> stay safe out there, y'all, because these niggas ain't ever going to stop lying. They and will forever choose to lie over the dumbest shit. Correct. We just talked about this. Correct. We did. We, we have just, no hope. We just talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> we have no hope. Only the good Lord can help them, but these niggas ain't trying to find Jesus. And by the time they realize their ridiculous, repulsive ways, Jesus will be back and it'll be too late. <laughs> In the words of my good sis, Chloe Bailey, Lord, have mercy. Exactly. And then she added a photo of the beer cans in the trash, which... Not that nigga drank your beer, left it in the community trash where anybody could see it. And then lied. And then lied. And then he lied. Not your Michelob's, girl. I would be pissed. Niggas really will lie about whatever. They will. They'll lie about literally anything. And don't let you lie about drinking (laughs) my fucking tequila, nigga. (laughs) I'll put you out my fucking house. Don't play with me. Like, what would have been the problem of being like, oh, yeah, I got you. I'm like, I'll bring you some. Right. Why couldn't you just say, oh, yeah, babe, I saw the beers in your car. I was having a rough day. I drank them hoes, but I'm going to run on down to the 7-Eleven and get you some more. What's the right. issue with that? These it's niggas like is broke. you have to cross state lines to get this beer. Right. The beer is less than five minutes away from you. So why are you tripping? Because these niggas is broke and living <laughs> off of y'all. And fuck that. And lying about basic shit. God bless it. Well, thank you for the letter. I found it incredibly entertaining. It is. She said, first of all, fuck you for lying. (laughs) Secondly, while you've been sitting here talking all of this shit about how you so proud of us and we should think, I've been uh, entertaining, dating, and fucking on other niggas, so you can get Oh, amen. Yes, she been cheating. Yes! She was like, girl, you are not the only one I've been talking to for the past two years. So let that nigga go. And and bring a new nigga in who won't drink your beer and not replace it. You can drink my beer. You can drink my liquor. But tell me when I ask you and replace it if it's a problem. That's that's, that's literally all it. it is. If it's in the house, it's for any adult in the house to drink. So just tell me why you got to lie. 
Niggas always back. gotta lie. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's it for me. Yes. So if you have a read that you want to pass, send it to passthereed at gmail.com. And on that note, I think we'll wrap up this three-hour episode of the read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'm not shocked. I'm not either, and I I have no regrets. So check us um, out at thisistheread.com. You can find us on social media at thisistheread. And, of course, our Patreon, patreon.com slash thisistheread. Anything else for you? Oh, I just want to say thank you so much to Issa Rae and Hooray for having us in D.C. at the Kennedy Center this past weekend. Um. What a moment for me in my career to be able to go on stage and say I did so at the Kennedy Center. Um, and my friend, really no I mean, my friend blessed the stage twice to promote his new movie and to promote our comedy album. So, um, truly, and Flo Millie performed. And Flo Millie performed for us, which was just so crazy because I'm sure she was like, girl, who is this bitch? Who is this chunky bitch? But like, here I am. And here we are. And we have a single. And yeah. And here we are together. So um, thank you, Issa. Um, thank you to everybody who came out to support us. <laughs> I It was very weird for me, I'll say, to be on stage after so much time away from the stage. But it reminded me of how special it is to connect with a live audience. And it was so amazing to be there with y'all. So Thank you all so much for coming out. And I'm excited for y'all to see everything we have planned coming forward. Anything else for you, friend, before we head out? Um, no, I feel the same way. Thanks to everybody who came out. I'm glad that, you know, you, well, I'm assuming you enjoyed the show. And (laughs) um, I hope hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, if you didn't, but I hope you did. So, you know, appreciate it. Thanks for the energy. I missed it. It was, it felt great. So, yes. So, on that note, Black people, take care of yourselves and we will see y'all next. And each other. And give the girls a break. And log off. Take a walk. Yes, please. Just go calm down. Do a crunch, a yoga, a hula hoop. Go calm down and have a good time. Just, you know, just breathing fresh air and being outside around real people. Cut your headphones off and just walk around and experience real life because the internet will have you fucked up sometimes. Stretch your legs. Amen. Um, and on that note, we will see y'all next week. 